Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. We've got uh, the, let's see, Sing Sing game we're going to play today. We've got listener emails. I've been told Bert Kreischer is going to join us. I have yet to go through my spam folder, but we'll see. Uh, we've got to tell the truth as well, and we're qualifying people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Woo-hoo! Listen for that cue to play. When you hear it, be the correct caller, and you'll get qualified. You could win a $100 Albert G's gift card and a case of Miller Lite if you win barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Another chance to get qualified coming up here in about 51 minutes. It's all from Albert G's Smoking to Please, Miller Lite, and KMOD. And we just qualified Robert Birch of Sepulpa. So congratulations to him. You're a big winner. You got a giant case, 
just for qualifying of rabbit rabbit tracks and wind pudding. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> What's wind? Can you see wind? No. <laughs> okay, so can you do you think you can see wind pudding? No, maybe like thicker wind. Okay, rabbits have very light feet, so they don't Got lose you. tracks. Got you. Thank you, Grandma Pierce. <laughs> uh, I have two things uh, of like with all the protests going on that I wanted to share. One of them's completely, well, they're both insane, but one of them's insane in a really horrible way. And then the other one's really insane in a good buddy way. This attorney has been arrested after she assaulted a teenager at a protest and kneeing a cop in the groin. <laughs> she is facing charges of battery, battery and disorderly conduct after multiple videos have surfaced showing this 64-year-old Karen, the attorney, <laughs> spitting on black teenage boys what? during a protest in Wisconsin. Obviously, social media did what it did. She was arrested again on Sunday after a confrontation with protesters outside her home. And now they're seeking an additional charge of battery and disorderly conduct and battery to a law enforcement officer and resisting and obstructing an officer. She was caught on video pushing a protester and then need a police officer right in the junk you can't do that. You shouldn't do that to anyone. <laughs> well, uh, there are times where a need of the junk <laughs> is called no, for. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no. You're getting sexually assaulted in an alleyway downtown after That's not an exception. That's a crime. I'm just saying that's a good reason no. to need somebody in the crotch. Yes. Sorry, short of a crime being committed. <laughs> Not yeah. because you're grumpy at what somebody says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, if you get that mad, then why be at a protest? Because <laughs> you know like it's going to rile you up. Yeah. You, yeah, if you know your rage level's at a 15, that like you have it in you that you're so passionate about this, that why even put yourself in that situation to get so grumpy that you're going to knee somebody it, with your your knee to touch their junk. You aimed your knee. Yeah. And she said she was defending the police. <laughs> the, the police like, they're so, Oh, dear Lord, Karen, save us. Right. You've got things for that. Uh, it's just, ugh. Wait a Now it's about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's not even about whatever you were for or against. Karen, now it's about you acting like a Karen. You might, I think she has a bob haircut, too. Could be wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fitting the cliche. Yeah. Trouble. The other one is this story in Utah about this Marine who isn't active anymore, and he got dressed up in his dress uniform and stood outside the... I believe the Utah state capitol for so long, his shoes melted to the concrete. Oh, wow. That's a, there's a couple of things going on there. One, that's a damn long time. Two, that's friggin' hot. Yes, hot, it was hot. 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 All in protest, yeah. silent protest with and a piece of tape over his mouth that said, I can't breathe. The 
dress uniform. It's not comfortable. So you're standing in the most uncomfortable uniform. Yeah, it's not uniform. really made. It's yeah, not it's made not, by Under Armour, yeah, I don't think. It's not made for protest. It's already hot AF. Yeah. Because there's so many layers. Yeah. It's made out of like hamburger wrapper, like really thick hamburger wrapper. <laughs> does not breathe. I feel like this statement is a really good statement to use, and I've tried to lean on it as much as possible because it can go on everything you're seeing. With the Karen we just talked about, with this unbelievable Marine who did this. Sorry, all Marines are unbelievable. This Marine. <laughs> and that is, uh, people are amazing. Yeah. Whether they're doing something like this guy standing in silent protest or this Karen. People are amazing. Amazing can hold two definitions. Yeah. Amazingly awesome or amazingly douchey. Weird or douchey. <laughs> or, yes. Bad. And it's just people, the amount of craziness I've seen in the last, well, of all of 2020 <laughs> is just insane. It's just insane. Yeah. Have, I, I watched a video of a guy that was like, there's protesters outside of his house and he gave a thumbs up and I guess they misinterpreted it. So someone threw a rock and broke his window after he was like, hey, good job, guys. Hey, <laughs> keep it up. Yeah. No, at you, man. I on. And so then he gets his gi- a giant front window <laughs> right. thrown out with a rock. Uh, and he was like, oh, like I was helping you guys. But I guess, you know, they thought that he, that he was slipping him off or I don't know what. He's like, I was trying to be supportive, and now I got a rock through my window. <laughs> it's like that crazy story out of uh, Buffalo, New York, where those that old man was like protesting. And, yes, and he shouldn't have got up in the cops' faces, but he wasn't touching them. Mm-hmm. No, and he was and an he, old AF. And, and they they pushed him. They probably shouldn't have pushed him. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have pushed him. And they pushed him a little more hard than they should have. And you could tell the moment the guy that pushed him. He hit his head. That guy had, you could see the remorse. Like, oh, yeah. He oh, immediately damn. was like, ah, oh, God damn it. I'm just following protocol. This guy has a cane. He's super old. And I just kind of feel like you would know a little bit. Like, he doesn't look too sturdy if I push him. A violent sneeze may take out his hip. So maybe right. I shouldn't push him super hard. I think that cop got told for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That one's actually super more complicated. Because that they arrested, uh, I think they got charged, him and two other guys, and then that whole emergency response team quit. Wow. Wow. The emergency response team. Hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm quitting the committee. <laughs> so you're going to quit work? No, 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 no. I'm just not going to be on the birthday committee anymore. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, but you're still going to... Okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> right. um, anyway, I'm not... I'm just using this when you hear this headline of, hey, they quit the emergency response team, but they're still police officers. You're like, oh, okay. So they quit their extra work. Right. They go into work on a desk somewhere. It's super more complicated. The point, and this is not a common story. There's tons of these stories all over America right now. The thing for me is that how crazy everything is. Everything. Yeah. And. Tucson, I guess, in the past couple of days, they passed some law that, like, you can't record police officers anymore. Is that true? I saw it on... Is it I true? Mean, I mean, okay, so I've, I've read a couple articles at, like, news stations there that I know of that I remember watching had posted, and 
talked about that it was a law that they put into order. And it's like, I guess if you record a police officer, it could be like a $750 fine, but you, they can't take you to jail for it. They just tell you to stop and give you a fine of $750. Uh, and I had like friends posting about it that I, you know, I'm still friends with on Facebook and Instagram and stuff talking about how unfair this is and how like ridiculous it is. And I think that is a crazy thing to to do, especially right now when if I was a police officer, I'd be like, yeah, hold me accountable. I'm not a bad apple here. I'm not a bad police officer. And that doing that would just piss people off more. And what a dumb thing, in my opinion, to do currently like as a response to like protests right. and all this to be like well now we don't want you know police officers being recorded i w- i would want that accountability it and, and this is part of the craziness right i because i don't know if that's true or not i don't know if there's a legal standing there that they can they can do that maybe they can i don't know but if you immediately come out and go, that's crap, people think you're against the police. Right. And that's not true. Right. Like I can make a statement like there's stories coming out where police departments have this insane amount of funding and they can't tell you the amount do- of dollar figure that the police department gets. That's not right. Yeah. And you can interpret that as me being anti-police, which is not true. Yeah, like me making that statement, I'm not anti-police. I'm just saying I would want to be held accountable and it would suck to not be able to have that that option and then, you know, get people in trouble for it. And I guess as a citizen, it would suck because right now, you know, the police are not all bad, obviously, but there are some police that have done some really horrible things. And so if I was a police officer, I would be like, yeah, record me. I'm not going to, you know, do something bad that I shouldn't do to you. And as a citizen, I feel like that's a good way to hold somebody accountable because the best way that, you know, if there wasn't a camera there, no one would have known what happened to George Floyd. No one would have, would have seen it. So you can keep going. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the whole <laughs> right, list. Right. So I just feel like it's a it would be it's a good thing to have police officers, you know, being able to be held accountable right. in that way. Well, and here's another one. The Minneapolis City Council saying they're going to disband the police. Right. And people, and if you go, oh, okay, they're like, what, are you against the police? No. But they clearly have a problem with the trust between the police department and the citizens of that community. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I'm anti-police because I go, yeah, they, they got to do what they got to do. You hear disband police and you think total vigilanteism. Yeah, yeah. You're going to start that, taking the law no, your No, that doesn't hands. mean there won't be a police department. Mm-hmm. But that's what you believe because that's what the way the headline gets digested. There's been examples of that happening in our country before. And it works out just fine. Just fine. Yeah, I feel like... Most of the people that get let go get rehired. Hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Just like, hey, you need more training? They just re... It's like, hey, we're going to fire you, but then you got to get rehired. You got to apply again. Yes. Prove you're worthy... Well, you go through more testing to make sure all that stuff. Mm, gotcha. It's resetting. Yeah, it's hitting reset. That's all it is. Yeah, mm. that's probably good. But it, it sounds super dramatic. Well, yeah. Yeah. When you use big words like disbanding, right? <laughs> but that's what it is, <laughs> and it's not like a light switch, <laughs> right? It's not like it's a light switch and it's over. It's phased in time. Yeah, you don't. But when you hear like the headline of like they're disbanding, you think, all right, they're all turning in their uniforms yeah. like in a line. Yeah, much. <laughs> your, your right. guns and your badge and, and your shirts. Lots and pants. of lots of right. exit interviews happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
So how was your time but, here at the Milwaukee Police But this Department? is the point, right? This is Now we're going full. It's everything is insane. Yeah. Breathe. <laughs> we're going to get through it. Show some goddamn respect for another human being. We'll be good. I feel like that should just be the theme of 2020. It's been so rude. It's been rude. <laughs> it's been so 2020. How rude. It is it's been super rude this year. There's always something. It's so stressful. I think that's a really excellent word too. 2020's been really stressful. Yeah, and it's not just like, oh, one person had a bad year. I feel like everyone can have in common, you know, that it's been a really tough year and very stressful and really hard to be on social media or watch the news because everything is a 10 that's right. being thrown at you, whether it's a pandemic or, you know, our entire United States protesting something. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, just, uh, just all of it's just so crazy. And when you, you say something, it's like someone wants to out-crazy you with what you're saying. <laughs> it's a big Small problem. example. Man, did you see the story about the Marine who stood and da-da-da-da? Oh, that's and, so awesome. Oh, right. And then someone wants, yeah, but those dress uniform heels are prone to dry rot. And huh? I mean. Can it just be that the guy did something <laughs> cool? Why do you got to make it sound like he did less of something? Those are words of somebody who hates their life and trying to bring everybody else down with Maybe. Them. I don't know. But how about that? Just Can we just leave it at that's cool? Or like those people protesting. And you're like, okay, I agree or don't agree with what they're doing. And let that be that. And let them have their constitutional right. <laughs> no. Instead of you trying to stop it. It's weird. Everything's dramatic. Yeah. Everything's Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> right? Just make some stupid creamed asparagus. <laughs> you I don't even know if that's a thing, actually. That sounds weird. Sounds disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Creamed spinach. Just make some risotto, you donkey. <laughs> there right. you go. There you go. We all know risotto. Just, just make some gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've got listener emails. We've got uh, Sing Sing we're going to play. And to tell the truth, we'll take a break and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Pink and white earlier. I swear to God, it was pink and white earlier. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. <laughs> it was pink and white it's earlier. It's gray and teal. It's gr- <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's gray and teal. I looked at it this morning, and, uh, I mean, it looked gray and teal to me. Gray and teal to me. I see, I don't see pink and white. It was pink and white. I'm, I have my other laptop here. I'm going to go get my other laptop, because that's where I saw it, and it was pink and white. All right. See, the thing is, and though. And if it's different, then that means it's not you. It's a monitor thing. No, because, uh, like, yesterday I had it on my phone, and I thought this was stupid, and I was like, this is a teal and gray shoe, and I'm going to ask my boyfriend. I was like, babe, what color is this? And he was like, pink and white. Why? I was, and we're, it's on the same phone that we're looking at. I'm like, how are we both staring at this and you're seeing a completely different color than me? Yeah. Yes, but how can I see it pink and white earlier and teal and gray now? I don't know. Some of the comments. My eyes, I'm, I know I'm getting old, <laughs> but I didn't age that much in three hours. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe your eyes were more sleepy or something. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't, I don't understand it how, because I feel like 
I and see things the same way. So I don't see how that is pink and white. But some people said they could do both if they like blinked or turned their phone. Shut yeah. your stupid mouth. All right. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do uh, this is bother me. New, news quickies. Sorry. I'm all I'm not prepared because we were just talking about it. And I just looked quickly. And then I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Quote, panda taking for a walk on leash sparks outrage. So this guy took a video of this other dude, and he had a what looked like a panda on a leash walking through a crosswalk. So he took a video of it, and it was, like, stunned and posted online, and people were like, that's not right. A panda shouldn't be on a leash. You shouldn't be walking around with that. How does he even own one? And then this guy is like, um, his name is Yang Yan, and he has a chow chow named Mi Niu, and which translates to pretty girl. And he said that the dog already had coloring like a panda, so he just dyed it to look like a panda. And he said he used natural um, hair dye with, like, I don't know, plants and stuff in it. And that it lasts <laughs> for a couple weeks and that he'll keep dyeing it to look like a panda. Weird. He's yeah. adorable. People do it at Easter. I want yeah. I want a chow chow that's that's dyed like a panda because it looks so cute. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen those other dogs that like, you know, they shave them a certain way, make them look like lions or whatever the hell. Yeah, that looks like a panda for sure. Yeah, but fluffy pandas are way cuter. Well, yeah. Yeah. It looks like a panda from a distance, and then you get that face picture and you're like, hmm, what kind of weird panda are you? A cuddly one. Uh-huh. One that'll lick your face. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday threesome doesn't end well. How about that for a transition, huh? That's great. <laughs> uh, off in Myrtle Beach, there's this gal. She goes by the name of Mary Jane. She just turned 19. Mary Jane meets up with her friend Jaheen at some local place when she gets there. Uh, she notices that her friend Jaheem is talking with another woman. She told cops that that kind of where the whole thing, the whole argument began. Well, as they're sitting there hanging out, the three of them agreed to go ahead and have sexual relations together. At some point in time during the relations, Mary Jane uh, got a little upset at her friend Jaheem. So she grabbed him by the genitalia, pulled him off the woman, and threw him to the floor. And that's where the physical altercation kind of started. And she ended up falling over, kind of hurting herself a little bit. Well, the two of them, Mary Jane and Jaheem, decided to go ahead, get the clothes on, and leave. On her way out the door, Mary Jane grabs a bottle of liquor, takes it outside with her, smashes it onto the ground, and then calls 911. Well, Jaheem didn't like that too much, so he grabbed the phone, hung up, took off. Well, because it's a pickup hang-up, now the cops are out there investigating what happens. Mary Jane told, her what ha- told the police what happened. And uh, she ended up, they noticed that she suffered a little couple of injuries, um, stubbed her pinky toe and hurt her finger and had some marks on her forehead. Nonetheless. Stubbed your pinky toe. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Hold on. Are you okay? Just a second. Just a second. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no charges were filed on either one of them. They were just asked to leave the La Quinta and not come back as to which they did peacefully. 
Man says he accidentally sat on a dead fish. So doctors say they had to remove a dead fish from a man's rectum. Damn near killed him. The 30-year-old repeatedly, uh, oh reportedly went to a hospital complaining of severe, severe abdominal pain. Staff conducted an x-ray, which showed an entire Mozambique tilapia shoved up the man's butt. Surgeons had to open up his abdomen to pull the fish out, and they discovered that its spiny fins had caused ruptures in his large intestines. Oh, my God. The man is now in recovery. He insists it was an accident. He accidentally sat on the fish. Let's take note real quick. That's what? two stories in a row of somebody shoving something where it doesn't belong. Um, How do you look at a dead fish and you're like, I know where to put that? Sexually. You who's, would have to look at it sexually. Who's to say that the fish was dead when he did that? <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. Swim upstream, little buddy. <laughs> Pretend you're a salmon. <laughs> do you think he started with like a sardine? Or you a, have or to. A, a, oh my was God. it a chud? Yes, you have to, man. Some, you start small. You don't you don't start straight out to shoot with a Mozambique tilapia. <laughs> Large mouth bass. <laughs> For real. <laughs> hey, hey, you see that flathead over there? I go ahead and uh-huh. yeah. do that spoonville, man. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Gars would be a much easier fish to do that with. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make the mistake of getting those fish that eat the dead skin off your feet that oh, you go to the fair no, and see. No, That's no, 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 no. I mean, it might feel good. You never know. <laughs> what? I'm exfoliating from uh, the inside out. Oh, God. And I do have pictures. I have the picture of the fish when they took it out. I have a picture of the x-ray as well, if you want to see it. It's all on our Facebook page. <laughs> Facebook.com slash BMMS69. I had to take a double take. It didn't look like a dead fish. Oh, my God. It, it looked sure like a deuce. <laughs> that is so gross. Oh, my. I'm just warning you. That is so gross. <sighs> I clicked out of it. I okay. don't need to see that anymore. You got to pick one. Dead fish or charging cable. Charging cable. Ooh. Yep, I'm still going charging cable. I'm doing dead fish. No way. I'm doing dead fish. It ruptured. I mean, I think the other person that did the charging cable, it ruptured something too. I feel like the fish would be over quicker. <laughs> 12 feet. It was a 12 foot charging cable. It's like those clowns that keep yes. pulling out the handkerchiefs and eventually <laughs> get their underwear. Yes. <laughs> what would you pick, Gimpy? Uh, I, I, I feel... I feel like the charging cable is going to be a lot easier than than the fish. I'm going for ease here. Easier like easier like climbing Mount Everest or uh, easier like hiking the Appalachian Trail in 15 days. Which one? Because they're both not easy. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of them are easy. I feel both the beginning and the end. It's just going to be easier with the phone cable. That's uh, it. All right, we got to take a break. These stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Qualifying people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. We've got listener emails. Bert Kreischer's going to join us as well. I think. Let's go ahead and do balls to the wall sports.
MLB has sent the Players Association a third proposal to start the season in early July. That includes a 76-game season with players to receive about 75% of their prorated salaries if there is a full postseason. Multiple outlets report. ESPN reports the owners are seeking an agreement within 48 hours to be able to have spring training and start play by July 10th. The format also includes expanding the playoffs from 10 teams to as many as 16 and would eliminate free agent compensation for 2020. USA Today baseball columnist Bob Nightingale said while the union did not officially nix the plan, yet labeled a step backwards. They're not going to play baseball this year. Mm -mm. The players are like, we're not taking any less money. So anything that you come to the table with, that doesn't say the words, you're getting all your money. We're not playing. That's literally what the baseball team, the players have said to the teams. But isn't that like some kind of negotiation tactic if they're like, oh, 75%, you know, and maybe they meet somewhere Read in the middle? Read that part again. That, okay. Read it out loud to yeah, all of us. Yeah, I was trying not to, to find, yourself first. I know, I was trying to find it. Settle down. Yeah, sounds right to me. MLB has sent the Players Association a third proposal to start the season in early July. That includes a 76-game season with players to receive about 75% of their prorated salaries if there's a full if, postseason. If. If. That's the key word. That's how they mm. got out of it. Yeah. They'll get to the end and be like, players well, then. There's yeah. no full postseason, guys. Sorry. Well, you're not. It's not seventy five percent of your salary, period. Uh-huh. Right. It's seventy five percent if there's a full postseason. Mm-hmm. There's no. That's not a guarantee. Yeah, I'm kind of with the players on that because then they they're the ones risking everything. Yes, coming to traveling, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're the ones risking getting that. career injuries, ending injury. I mean, yes, for seventy five percent of the salary, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I like that. Maybe. It's, a, again, everything's crazy, man. It's no, play ball or don't play ball. Or just teeter-totter and be like, hey, we have 48 hours to make a decision. Like, <laughs> If they don't play, if they don't play baseball at all this year, will those players, because they still got to live, right? Will they get any kind of compensation at all whatsoever? They've already gotten some money for the year. Okay. But if they say there's no but no baseball and they're not negotiating, then they would just cut off their checks? They're not, I mean, they haven't gotten any more money since April. Okay. They're I- fine. <laughs> they're not playing paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> Right, this isn't the miners we're talking about. They're not like, hey man, we got to get some food bank. I'm not crying for these guys. This isn't like real people that have been furloughed. Yeah, but Corbin, they have a lifestyle to uphold. Yeah. They're so used to this. My $5,000 electric bill is not going to pay itself. <laughs> right. Because I've got this huge-ass for, house. For a 40,000-gallon pool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Balsa All Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMO. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Make sure you're listening for a cue. We play it, and then you call in. Be the correct person to call in. And it's like... What number is it, Gimpy? What number is what? I was on the phone. Sorry, my bad. I was talking with our qualifier this hour. You could be calling number five. 
Tate Phillips of Sand Springs. Congratulations, Tate is qualified. He was the fifth caller, and now he has a chance to win a $100 Albert G's gift card in the case of Miller Lite every month through December if he wins barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. So make sure you're listening. Another chance coming up very soon. I have something new for us. It's called the Corbin Shuffle. <laughs> That's new? So I will <laughs> Wait a minute. read it's been going on a couple a of lines, and then you will tell me if you think this is the Corbin Shuffle or this is not the Corbin Shuffle. If what I'm, if you think what I'm saying is fact, then you would say this is not the Corbin shuffle. Okay, right. If you think what I'm saying is false, then you would say this is the Corbin shuffle. I know the Corbin shuffle. This is the Corbin shuffle. (laughs) All right. All right. I like it. The guinea pig is associated with experiments because they share a 99.9 percent of their DNA. With humans. Mm, that's a Corbin shuffle. I don't think so. Why not? I don't. Well, I know like a banana has like. Don't some... they say pigs are smart? <laughs> yes. Wait, what the hell did you just say? Yeah, right. I know yeah, a yeah, banana. Yeah, yeah. You almost let yeah. that slide right on by. Like we're talking guinea pigs and she goes to banana. Yeah, because we're talking ba- <laughs> guinea pigs. Yes. Yes, but a, na- a banana shares a super high amount of DNA with us. It does. Uh, I that's think, the Corbin shuffle. No, no, no. I think uh, I think it's like ninety percent. Can, you tell, me how, can I, you tell me how a plant uh-huh. shares ninety nine percent of their DNA with a? I think it's ninety percent, but a banana has similar DNA as us, and it shares like ninety percent. Um, just quick Google search here uh-huh. real quick, comparing, this is from Business Insider, okay? So okay. Sounds pretty, pretty reliable. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Even bananas surprisingly still share about 60% of the same DNA 60%. as humans. 60%. Okay, yeah. well, my, that, that's a high percent for something that you eat. It ain't 90. Okay, <laughs> I was 30% off, but still. Nine, but 60 is just barely over half. 90 is goddamn near the majority. Okay. You just said... It's a plant. How does it share DNA 90%. with us? 90%. You you said it with okay. conviction. Now you're backpedaling. No, I'm saying I'm saying I was wrong. I was off by 30%, but it's still a surprisingly high percent. I read that somewhere and I changed the, you know, whatever percentage to 90 in my head because I was surprised <laughs> that something I eat shares DNA with me. So, so my if point was If that's the way you feel that, then mm-hmm. how can you say then how are you saying this is the yeah, Corbin shop? What is that, it that you have that makes you say that, that the guinea pig is associated with experiments because they share 99.9% of their DNA with humans. Because I was going to say a banana shares whatever, I thought 90, but it's 60, a high percentage of DNA with us that maybe a guinea pig that actually has like brain functions. And I think that, I don't know, I don't know if you can teach them things like, you know, mouses, you can teach them mazes and, you know, get them addicted to cigarettes and stuff. Do you teach them mazes or do they just go looking for cheese? I think, no, they learn like the root and stuff. The root they of remember a maze. the root. Yes, yeah. Because they're looking for cheese. I don't think you go, yeah. hey, no, uh, Simon, turn left. <laughs> yeah, it just, re- yeah, it remembers the root. It remembers how to get there because it wants more cheese or nicotine or whatever they're trying to prove with that. <laughs> but I don't think that a guinea pig it shares 99.9. I feel like that's way too high. I am going to say that that is not the Corbin Shuffle. Because they call them guinea pigs for a reason. We're guinea pigs to test things. So they had to come up with that somehow. Might be where they're originated from. Probably so. (laughs) Probably so. 
Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that that is not the Corbin Shuffle. That is the Corbin Shuffle. Uh, you know. The world's fastest reptile measured on land is the spiny-tailed iguana off Costa Rica. It's been clocked at 21.7 miles. Corbin Shuffle? Mm, I don't. I don't. I feel like iguanas, they can go fast, but 20 something miles an hour, like so they could chase you. Yeah, let's quantify, right? How fast do you think the average human can walk or run? Can walk maybe, I don't know, five miles per hour? Definitely not 25. I, I think believe maybe, walking's two. Okay, so maybe running would be five. Yeah, so what, an iguana's going to get that ass and go 25 miles an hour? Like, <laughs> 21. <laughs> 21. 21. 21.7. Yeah. It can, yeah, that's that's crazy. It can run a marathon almost in an hour. No way. There's no way. <laughs> Unless we'd be racing iguanas for some reason. So I'm going to say that's the Corbin Shuffle. I'm going to say it's not because it's all proportionate to size. That's kind of like an ant can lift 600 times its body weight or its mass or whatever the case is. Hmm. Yeah, you see it carrying this leaf or a stick or whatever, and that looks impressive. I mean, to us, it's just teeny tiny little things. But to the ant, that is a massive log that it is carrying around. So I'm going to say, based on proportionate to size, yes, it can run 21 miles an but, hour, 22 miles an hour. But 21 miles an hour, it's not proportionate to its size. It's That's just the length. So it's not like because <laughs> it's longer that that, that distance changes. It's still that same distance. Mm. Right? I'm sticking by my answer. Okay. No. I think whether you're an ant or you're a horse, 21 miles an hour is 21 miles an hour. Yeah, it's not proportionate. It's it not, doesn't change. Yeah, mm. you don't go faster as an ant. Other than six times your body weight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you weigh one mm-hmm. pound, six times that would be six pounds, mm-hmm. which isn't a lot to us, but to them, it's six times their body weight. Right, right. I'm standing by my answer. Uh, that is... Not the Corbin shuffle. They go that fast. Yeah. That's terrifying then. They're fast. Turtles are fast AF. I'm you think you. of turtles as slow because we read the story of the rabbit and the hare or there, tortoise yeah. and the hare, blah, blah, blah. Dude, those things can book it, man. If you see a turtle on the move, you'll, yeah, they fast. When they want to get out of the way, they will move with urgency. Mm-hmm. Fast might be a little overzealous I, in term, but they do move with urgency. It's just some kind of turtles, though, right? Because there's like slow turtles and then there's like snapping turtles that are demoned assholes that can go fast and can bite your finger off. I thought it depended on what kind kind of turtle it was with how fast it goes. All the turtles I've seen seem to get the hell out of the way fast. Unless it's a Buick on the move. We're playing the Corbin Shuffle. Um, Bulls are enraged by the color red. Corbin Shuffle? Oh, because I feel like that is like they say why they have like when you're bullfighting, they have like that red sheet or whatever. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> that red fabric that like is supposed to piss them off. But then Matadors I, use the, yeah, they yeah. use the red. Yeah, Matadors yeah. do, yeah. But also they have like red on their outfits. So I've never understood that, that like some people will have red outfits. I'm like, well, then do you want the bull to eat you too? So I think that's just a myth. So I'm going to say that's a Corbin Shuffle. I agree. That is the Corbin shuffle. I read somewhere that bulls are not actually pissed off at the color red. They just use it because it's the color red. Uh, that is the Corbin shuffle. Cattle vision is diochromat- uh, dichromatic. That means that they're essentially what would be described as colorblind, like humans are. So they don't even see red. 
They merely perceive it as another variation in tone, like all other variations. The crew from TV's Mythbusters set out to debunk the myth a few years ago and managed to get exactly the same response from a bull when the matador held a red flag, a blue flag, and a white flag. Mm. Mm. You, can I tell you one of my favorite things? Please. No. Uh, <laughs> it's illegal to drink alcohol while driving in Mississippi. You're missing out. Corbin Shuffle? Pugs, I know the answer. It's not. Then you've been oh. lying all these all this time to us. No, they're kind of in that category. Okay, sorry. I'm thinking about what, yeah, I don't, what you said. Yeah, I don't want... We're not... This is my time. Yeah. It's my it. time down here. It's Got your it. time up there. Got it. You get tomorrow, Sam. It's illegal to drink alcohol <laughs> while driving in Mississippi. Corbin Shuffle? I think that it's probably one of those dumb things that's not, like, written down. And so they're like, technically, it's not legal. Like, you know, you can't have sex with cowboy boots on or, you know, those random things that are laws but actually aren't. So I'm going to say that's the Corbin shuffle. Read it again for me. It is not. Ill- it's it's illegal to drink alcohol while driving in Mississippi. Okay, it is illegal to drink alcohol while driving in Mississippi. I feel like it's illegal to drink alcohol while driving in any state at all whatsoever. Um, but I feel like this is a trick one. Like, like kind of like Sam, one of Corbin those Shuffle? outdated laws. Is it Corbin Shuffle? I'm going to go ahead and say Corbin Shuffle. That Mississippi's still, you know, back there. It's okay. It's okay, man. You can drink and drive in Mississippi as long as you stay under the legal limit. <laughs> what limit are we talking about? Speed limit? Point zero eight. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <laughs> you know those, like, blows? Hey, things? you can drink and drive. It's legal. It's legal as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, and your, your blow thing on your keychain... Your blow thing yeah. on your keychain. I don't know the, what this is. The breathalyzers that you know you can put on your keychain. I don't Those know are, about these. Why? Yeah, you can buy breathalyzers. I remember I bought one for uh, Biggie when I was an intern because I felt like he needed it. You could <laughs> patio parties and stuff. I thought it was like a well, wonderful. There's a guy thing. who has self control. Yeah, I thought it was like a wonderful <laughs> present, but I remember us playing with it and trying to figure out who was more drunk, and it you know was not trustworthy. No. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those those things I, don't so, work. It's so, more novel. If you buy something at um, Spencer's Gifts. Yeah. I don't know. I think probably where I got it was somewhere similar to that. I don't know. A dollar store. So what, I'm like, what? officer, <laughs> I've blown into this, and it says I'm You're point wrong. six. You're wrong. Your caliber is the vice. I mean, right. $13 for this. <laughs> right. I trust it. It was in the next to the first frozen of the mall. Yep. Dipping dots. <laughs> Did you find one, Gimpy? Yeah, you can get them in multiple colors. Black, blue, green, pink, even purple. How does it work? Does it take well, like a battery? Is it like a little digital screen? Yeah, man, it's a little digital screen, and it looks like a key fob, like for your car or whatever. And uh, it's about that size. It's got a little keychain on it, and it uh, looks like this little antenna-looking thing, like a cell phone. And I'm, I'm assuming that's what you blow into. And, uh, yeah, the pictures here says it's uh, .02% I don't, BAC, I don't know so. why you bought that, Sam. You can download the app. You can't blow into your phone. Into your yes, you can blow into your phone. You can, but it's not going to read anything. Oh, but yeah. this will. Yeah, that's. I mean, I thought I trusted it. <laughs> uh, let's see. This might be the last one here. The color orange was named after the fruit. Corbin Shuffle? The color orange. Think about this. Let me rephrase the question because mm-hmm. I don't want you all to go anywhere. The color orange was named after the fruit. Um, I, I think it's the other way around. 
So Corbin Shuffle? Yes. I'm going to say it's not because it's the way you said it. The way you said it. Not like named after, like like I would name my son after me. It's just, you know, we had this fruit, and then we decided to come up with this color. Well, we need a name for it. Well, makes sense. We'll call it orange. The fruit came before the color. Before the 16th century, the color orange was referred to as yellow-red. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they uh, fixed that problem. <laughs> Simplify, really. Yellow All right, this red. will be the last one. The capital of Singapore is Singapore. Mm. Corbin Shuffle? No, I'll say that that's fine. It's just like, you know. That's fine. Yeah, okay. that, that there's like. <laughs> I'm not Corbin shuffling you right now? No, like that there's like, you know, there's like New York City that maybe they called it Singapore City and everyone just dropped that. Now it's just called Singapore Singapore. Uh-huh. Like what they did to Kansas? You hear? Yeah. yeah. Gimpy? Yeah, I think that's a shuffle. That sounds like a shuffle. Before its independence in 1965, Singapore was the capital of the British Straits Settlements, a crown colony. It was also the main British naval base in, in, base in East Asia. Singapore is the only world capital that contains a patch of primary rainforest within its borders. That is true. So Singapore, the capital of Singapore is Singapore. How about that? Sam knew her geography. For once. What do you love more than anything? Oh, that uh, dogs can watch TV now. They used to not. I'm sorry. Dogs can watch TV now. They used to not be able to. Why? Because they have their own channel now. Mm-mm. They have a dog TV channel. <laughs> no, it's the new screens that they're able to see when they weren't before, like in the '60s and like older televisions. They couldn't see what was on the screen. Now that we have like whatever the technology is with TVs now, dogs are now able to watch TV when they weren't before. Then how do you explain dogs like older videos of pictures of dogs with older TVs looking at the TV and reacting to it? Uh, maybe they were reacting to the sound, but the new technology. No, they're wa- like their heads moving, watching it. I'm just telling you now they can watch it. I I'm just telling I you, I, I've seen videos on not- America's Funniest Home Videos. They have videos from before there were flat screen TVs uh-huh. of dogs reacting to stuff on TV. Yeah, I haven't seen those, and I'm not 100 percent sure what the date was on the new TVs. I just know that like the. Newer TVs, now they're able to watch it. So newer is a broad term for you maybe over the last 40 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It could it could be, you know, in the 60s or like the older TVs where you like clunk, clunk, clunk turned it. But now <laughs> with, the, with the new... By the way, they had those in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. right, I'm like, back in 1912 when your TV needed <laughs> an antenna... <laughs> So, but now dogs can watch TV and there's like dogs that have favorite movies and stuff. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. There's dogs that have favorite movies. Yeah. They'll stop and watch it. Mm. How do we know it's their favorite? Well, I don't know. I just kind of assume the owner knows because it doesn't want to watch, you know, Hellraiser, but it will watch Frozen 2. There's got to be a dog that wants to see Hellraiser if they want to see Frozen 2. They're not too far different. I mean, I don't know. I don't think dogs follow the plot. Probably in my head, they just like the colors and like that kind of stuff. So, and also, <laughs> and animated videos are like more, normally like more colorful than what you normally see. But yeah. also, I feel like, you know, due to my research, which is just saving dog videos. <laughs> Something blip on the back on the TV while you're putting dishes in the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, 
that all the stuff that I see on that is just like adorable videos, and it's not adorable to watch a dog that wants to watch Hellraiser, but if a dog wants to watch Frozen 2, I think that's cute. Sure. Especially if it's a puppy, like a puppy that wants to watch Hercules. So maybe they do like Hellraiser and just no one posts those videos. They, right. Or I don't come across them because that's not really cute. Right. That's like a mean dog. Or they made their dog sit there while they put a donut on the other side of the TV and made them sit there. Makes no, sense. So they can make a TikTok video. I could, sh- I could show you videos that would change your mind. Doubt it. You have shown me many pug videos, and I still think they're hideous little dogs. No, about dogs watching TV. I'm just saying, you could show me many videos, and it wouldn't change my mind. Well, so I don't know where I read that fact. Dad was probably at some <laughs> stupid, like... Red? Yeah. No, I, yeah, well, I had to read it. No one told me it. So it was probably just. If you watched a news report, they would be telling you it. Well, I'm saying I probably saw it on like whatever. It's like 15 facts you didn't know, or like just some some. Well, stupid those are always thing. totally accurate. Right. Some yeah. stupid clickbait that you got a hold of. Yes, mm-hmm. that I watched it on clickbait. But now that I have seen that, I've like repeated that fact to my boyfriend at least a hundred times. To now, when I show him a video, he was like, "Oh, want to know a fun fact?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I've repeated it so many times. You know who else does that? My who? daughter. <laughs> what? Want to know a fun fact? No, but he's like making fun of me because I've said it so many times to yeah. him. I'll show him the video. Yeah, like, my hey, daughter does that. Like, hey, look, know? do you know this? Yes. I've been on the planet a while. Well, and I repeat it a lot because I forget that I tell him and I feel so smart <laughs> when I tell him that. Can we share what you told me during the break that you have this amazing skill set to do? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Would it rank, okay, of the top five skill sets you have mm-hmm. that are like your crowning achievements, mm-hmm. would this be in those that are suitable for air? Um, I don't think so currently because it's not something of your life. I do. Of your life. No, but it's probably, uh, I'm trying to think of five other things I'm proud of, but. That you do really, really well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I could currently do it because I haven't done it for so long that like if you handed me the things to do this, I don't know if I would be amazing at it because, but then also I don't know if like it, it, I would get it and then be like, oh, this is just a motion I know now and I would still be good at it. So I haven't done it in so long. I just know that I was like once super good at it and I don't know if my muscle memory is trained or if I would suck at it. Well, of your life, things you were once good at, would it be in the top five of those? Things you were once really good at. Sure, yeah. Okay, what would some of the other ones be, just for comparison? Um, a suitable fare. <laughs> this is, like, hard, because I don't know how many good things I was super good at. I was, like, good at, like, you know, taking photos. Um, I was good at... This is such a short list. <laughs> I'm not trying to put... I'm just using it as some content. I'm just trying to I get know, context. I I'm trying to think of stuff I was really good at, and now I feel bad about myself because I can't really <laughs> think of that many things. <laughs> um, I have good handwriting, so penmanship. Do you? Yeah. When I try. A good penmanship. And... Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> okay, well, so top three. List. This top would be three. number three, okay? Yeah. So tell everybody what it is. Uh, spit shining shoes. <laughs> Excuse me? Spit shining shoes. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it because I knew everybody's reaction would be what Gimpy just did. It's not what people were expecting you to no. say. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Money okay. at it. That I would trade it in A schools, like monetary things, like, hey, I'll spit shine your shoes if you do this for me. Is it possible pe- people traded you not because you were good, but because they didn't want to do it, and if they could find anybody else to do it? 
That was a win for them? No, because I, there's like a before and after of like what the shoe like before, what it looked like before I spit shined it, and then what it looked like after. Well, I and imagine like, it when it looked better. Yeah, but what you want is like a really glassy tip. And so Amen. being able to accomplish that, you could see that I was good at that. And other people that didn't weren't as good at, at that, then they wouldn't have like a glassy tip on their shoe. So I would, you know, do that. And then it would stay that way for like four or five days and I'd have to do it again. So I was super good at doing that. Maybe I need to text somebody who I spit shine their shoes and be like, can you vouch for my spit shine job, please? They'll go, huh? No, I just wanted to not do it. No, they'll be like, you were amazing at it. And, you know... If I needed somebody, gun to my head, who's going to spit shine your shoes? It would be Sam. If Do you have a pair of shoes at the house, like a pair of heels or something like that, that you could uh, bring in and demonstrate your spit shining techniques or abilities? So my boyfriend has, uh, I've only done it on black leather where you get the shiny tip. I'm not sure if like it does it on brown leather. And it has to be a certain type of leather shoe. Yeah. And like, uh, so I'm not 100% sure if I currently have a shoe that I could do that. I can get a shoe shining kit, but I don't have any of my old, you know, military uniforms. I don't have the shoes. I have, you know, that all got left in the storage unit that got sold because I didn't pay for it. So (laughs) I don't have, I don't have any of those shoes to be able to do that. But I mean, I'm sure that that's like an easy find. I'm just glad we got three of those thing, things figured out. I am confident you're good. In your life, you're three, there's more than three things you've been really good at. Yeah, I know. I just feel put on the spot and can't think of things other than handwriting, <laughs> which is so stupid. I know that. That's not something someone should be proud about. What's yours, Gimpy? Five things you're, over your span of your life you've been really good at. Oh, okay. Five things over the span of my life. Video games. Yeah. Smoking weed. I'm really good at how, that. But how does that? How do you quantify smoking weed well, in terms of being good or not? Okay, so to be able to take a hit off of a pipe, a blunt, a joint, or something like that, and hold it in until nothing comes out without killing yourself. Yeah, I I feel like I've seen a lot of people do that. Yeah, like, okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Mm. <laughs> it's hard, right? Yeah, it is a tough one. It is a tough one because I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't get out and do much anymore. So out of the course of my life, you're trying to think of like three things you were really good at. I you was, don't have to be were, it just of the scope of your of life. Of the scope of my life. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I was really good uh, at the, playing drums when I was in high school, of course. I put those drum. down. Yeah. Drum. Yeah. Drums is more than just one. Did you have a drum kit? No, I was too poor. I couldn't afford one. So you played a drum? Well, I played on other people's kits, though, for sure. So I was good at that. I was. I haven't picked it up in forever. Right? Right? Not like you with the violin. No, know? I was bad at the violin. I don't, I don't make any qualms about that. I own that 100%. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one to try to think of. Uh, directions, mm-hmm. cooking, uh-huh. mowing the yard. <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing? Because you take the mower and Daddy you, said I was good at mowing the yard. <laughs> you push. And as long as all the grass is knocked down, you're you, good. <laughs> calm down. I can inhale a, a joint. <laughs> I can do what my lungs are I'm supposed just to. Saying, <laughs> right. Saying. I can breathe. Yeah, apparently. Um, okay, fine. We'll, we'll let you have the, the grass. Right. So cooking, mm-hmm. directions. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to know directionally where I'm at, mm-hmm. which way's north, which way's south. I've always been good at that. Uh, mowing the yard, right? Mm hmm. Uh, fast runner. 
right? I was when I was younger, I was a super fast runner. Uh-huh. Right? Unless this is some Al Bundy type of thing. <laughs> Scored four we tend to do that. Mm-hmm. We tend to do that. We tend to romanticize you know, historical things about ourselves. Like I'm not saying Sam is this way, but she maybe was okay at it, but in her mind she romanticizes it that it was really great. Mm-hmm. Kind of like she's done with ping pong. Okay. Yeah, but this is different. <laughs> I have right? testimonials. No, this sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, yeah, it's hard to come up with five. Yeah, yeah. Sam, don't goes out your pigeon sound. You seem that's to true. Be I'm super really good at I'm really good at the pigeon sound and a scared yeah. pigeon, <laughs> or just a regular pigeon. What are you doing with your hands? Why are you tickling making, your like, armpits? I was like making wings. That's I don't know why, and move my head because it makes it more pigeon-like. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank you, listener. That's I okay. am good at that. <laughs> We've got to try harder. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Let's play a game. Uh, Qualify someone for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Got something else for you if you win Sing Sing. The current record of Sing Sing is... Well, Sammy's leading with seven. You and I are tied with five each. Last week's winner was... That would be you. So Sam and Gimpy at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Let's go ahead and get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tony. Tony, how are you, man? I'm good. How you guys? Good, buddy. Tony, who do you want to recluse, Sam or Gimpy? Gimpy, please. Tony, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. This is the rapper with the wiry hair, and it's the number one song from Dangerous Minds, that movie from the 90s. Coolio. Yes, the name of the song is? Uh, Gangster's Paradise. You got it right. Uh, okay. So... When you mix ice cream and another kind of liquid, what's that make? It's usually broken down at McDonald's. Milkshake? Yeah. Uh, uh, you no, know, you got that right. We're on to the next one. We're on to the next okay. one. Um, this is um, this is Corbin and Sam's favorite artist, and uh, I don't know this artist that well, so I can't really sing this song. I know this is something. If it's bothering you, she would tell you to do this. Uh. <laughs> You don't. You, you sound it out. What, what do you do with Polaroid picture? Shake it. There you go. Now if something's bothering you. This particular artist. Shake it off. There you go. Oh man. Oh, the king of the '80s soundtrack, and this is from Top Gun. And uh, Kenny Loggins. Yes. Yes. Uh, Heading in overdrive. Danger zone. Yeah. Oh, nice. Right at the buzzer too. Four is what you got, Tony. Hang right, on the line, and we'll see how Sam's partner does, okay? All right, thank you. All right, hang on. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Amanda. Amanda, how are you? Good. Good, Amanda. You and Sam, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Okay, this um, artist was an amazing singer, and she was married to Bobby Brown, and... Um, uh- Oh, uh, Whitney Houston. Yes, and this is her big ballad from The Bodyguard. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
What was it? What was it? What, what do you I say to like, your husband? Uh, love you. Yes, and then if you keep doing that forever, you say... Love you forever? Uh, love... What is it? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's okay. Just take uh, a breath and think about it. She sings it super, like, you know, I can't sing the chorus, but it's like she belts it out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and I yes. She recently lost a bunch of weight. We call her Miss Doubtfire. And um, this is her first hit. Well, that's not Miss Doubtfire. Time, uh, time, 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 time. I'm sorry, okay, I'm Amanda. Sorry. You didn't <laughs> win. Thank you so much, okay? Okay, uh, thank you. See you later, friend. Uh, Tony, congratulations. You won, you. man. You're going to get that's qualified awesome. for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. And we got some other stuff for you. So hang on the line, okay? All right, thanks. Good job. Gimpy, this is the one she did not get. There's a fire, something, something, something. (laughs) That's about as far as I can get on that song without having to do the chorus. Yeah, no, that's so solid. And I think if you can hit that, if they know the song, that right there is going to give it away because that's that's how she starts it. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Rolling in the deep. Rolling in the deep, Adele. The Whitney Houston song is really hard. Because I would stay <laughs> Unless you're Gimpy, it's really hard because he knew the Adele song and he knew this song too. Okay, and then, then also when you're playing, it's different. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Nobody's faulting You've you. had some time to think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I will always forever you. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was awesome, right? The record now is. Well, that uh, keeps Sammy a seven, moves me up to six, and now you're in the rear with five. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen, email is coming up. Plus more qualifying for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year from Albert G. Smoking to Please, Miller Light and KMOD. Of course, it's time for Balls to the Wall Sports now. The NFL issued protocols to all 32 teams establishing the parameters for the full reopening of their facilities. The procedures include screening, testing, and physical distancing, with all lockers being at least six feet apart and workouts limited to small groups, no more than 15 players, as well as the facility cleaning and disinfecting. The Players Union, however, issued a statement to all players maintaining that specific protocols were sent without the NFLPA's approval. Get back to work. <laughs> Even if their lockers are six feet apart, you still walk by. You still have to get there. and You still smash into each other. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like, that seems like a thing that would not be all that helpful. We talked about this off air the other day, uh, yesterday, and that is businesses, companies, organizations are trying to figure out how to not be liable. Mm-hmm. 
should someone get sick? Yeah, but when you're dealing with like, let's take sports for example, how do you do that? You just said it. You're smashing. They're still smashing into each other. Even with basketball, yeah. there's still contact yeah. involved. With, right. You know, somehow. But there's a big difference. You can't, when that happens, you can't just throw up in your hands and go, well, you're going to smash up into each other anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You still have to take all these precautions, right? UFC, in between fights, are spraying this special formula on the ring to not spread coronavirus, yet they're dripping blood on each other. Yeah. Yeah, and then what are they, like, they, between, you know, each call, whenever they blow the whistle, they, like, what, spray down the ball in basketball or I, right, whatever? Like, you're still touching things that other people have touched. So even even before they get on the field, if they're like, all right, everybody, hands yeah. out. Like, when you're in kindergarten yeah. and you stand out <laughs> and they just hand sanitize everybody's hands uh, to make sure. They didn't have sanitizer when I was a kid, so I don't know about that. But Oh, yeah, I remember doing that. They literally have to do, make a, pers- like, Make you believe they're doing all they can. Yeah. Right? It's like your security system in your home. It will not save you. Right, but I feel better pressing the button. Yeah. At least it's on camera when they murder you. If you have a camera. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And it's the same thing. They're doing all they can to say, listen, we're making, we're doing our best. To try. To make sure you're safe. And I think that is a good thing to do because at least you have to try rather than being like, well. You're going to breathe on each other anyways. Right. Well, you don't want to not do anything, and then someone gets sick, and they'll go, you didn't do anything. Yeah. Our lockers were only three feet apart. What did you expect? Right. By the way, you don't just appear. You have to walk there. So you're still close to somebody that's, you know, less than six feet, even if you just came in. It's almost like everybody's fine with getting back to working and doing all those things. It, but it's like, you know, having a prison, right? Nobody, nobody wants the prison built in their backyard. Mm-hmm. So nobody, everybody's fine with getting work. I just don't want to get coronavirus at my work. Well, and I feel like some of that responsibility is on the players, too, to make sure that they are hand are they? sanitizing You're and bringing all that me stuff. in. Yes, but, I don't know, I think you're kind of in charge of your I health. I was safe at home, but then you brought me in. No, you've hired me. You're responsible for my health. Yeah, but okay, mm-hmm. just for this building, for example, okay. I have hand sanitizer within you know reach of me, and it's my job to use it. But you it. did before. I mean, yes, but it's, again, my job to use it to make sure that you know I'm doing all I can right. to not get it. Right, but you chose to buy that on your own. The company has to provide that to us now. Yes, but I'm that, that's, I guess that's my point. Is Which I haven't I, got mine yet, just so... I don't know if they're listening. Right, right. Hey, when you're ordering hand sanitizer, can you get some more coffee while we're at it? I think we're on the last two bags. Are we really? Yeah. I'm just saying. Gimpy, that is horrible. I know. Have you robbed the other closet yet? Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's not any in the corporate side because they're cleaned out with their Keurig (laughs) stuff. They cleaned out. Somebody brought some instant coffee right, over it, there. It, it was like, the Walking Ooh. Dead here, like for real. For <laughs> it real. was. I mean, he's him and like two other people have been here the whole time. So that's it. That's it. Th- there's, there's like looting. There's, yes. Like, oh my god, where are my drawers Siphoning open? Coffee out of coffee cups on the other <laughs> yeah, side that have yeah, been there yeah. since February. So now we got like we got one more round, maybe two, because there's two pouches. I usually double it up on one pot of coffee, but I may have to thin it out. Have you been doing that? Me. Uh, have you spread it out, or are you still doubling I been, up? I, I, I've doubled it up. I've doubled it up. But I'll I've go also, to bat for you. I'll make a, I'll make a stink. I've also uh, <laughs> brought some from home. What? Yeah, because, I mean, they've got the Keurig over here, so I'll just like, all right, I'll grab a handful of K-Cups, put them in a Walmart sack, and then bring them here with me. You have me. a Keurig at home? Uh-huh. Why is what? What? <laughs> It just, it's just surprising. You don't, don't seem like a Keurig kind of guy. You're my third Keurig, man. You don't seem like 
a Keurig kind of guy. Dude, it's surprising, like, you know man. Adele and Whitney Houston lyrics. It's just, it breaks this norm of you <laughs> not being that guy. Right, I yeah. just picture that your kitchen looks like an old 60s diner, and you've right. got this super now I've old got coffee like, machine. <laughs> right, a Mr. Coffee that he got, right, yeah. you know. Yes. So he saw on the side of the road with yeah. a mismatched craft. Yeah, that's it what I picture. It still works. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sure, yeah. the, the handle's broken, and it's hot when you grab the pot to pour your coffee. Sure. But, but it don't matter. Works. Just duct tape that bitch. Yeah, man. Dude, man, Keurig's <laughs> the way to go. You put that thing in, slap it down, and your coffee's done. I'm killing it. the earth. That's yeah, all good. Bougie we're, AF. We're bougie. You're so bougie. You're so bougie. <laughs> I am far from that. You've seen everything. You else. are bougie, dude. <laughs> nothing By bougie definition. about me. A Keurig. What so? That's bougie, dude. So, no. When you try to present yourself as not, no. and then you are, no, 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 that's no, bougie. No. Your no, secret no. bougie. Right, right. Bougie closet to me bougie. would be closet, like. Yeah, your closet bougie. You're like, I paid $500 for my car, but I have a freaking Keurig. I've gotten right, three. Right, you have a $200 Keurig. No, no, by far, no. It was like 40 bucks at Sam's Club, dude. For real. I got And you the pay cheap $15 one. for cough K-cups. Right? But still, you get like <laughs> now, 500 yeah. of them. Yeah. I get this massive box of coffee. It's awesome. K-cups are not cheap. Mm. By the way, you just said all that, so now the company's like, he's bringing his own. It's fine. Clearly, he's got 500 cups at home, so I don't need to provide <laughs> him I'm eggs. them all. Here, give me coffee. <laughs> That's false. The Wall Sports. I'm Stephen Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. All you need to do is listen for that cue to play. Be the fifth caller when it plays, and then you're going to get qualified for a chance to win a $100 gift card to Albert G's Barbecue and a case of Miller Lite every month through December and Steve Myatt of Broken Arrow just got qualified. So congratulations, Steve. You now have a chance to win that beautiful gift that will give you more meat that you could possibly handle <laughs> with two hands. All right, so it's time for listener emails. All you need to do is send an email to show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. We read your email on the air, and then you guys give advice. So send it over to us, show at KMOD.com. This email uh, I got and it says, what up, friends? My wife and I have a family friend who we've known since we've been together for more than 10 years. And my wife was friends with her since before we were married. She's mad at my wife now. She says she had some things said to her that hurt her. She won't give examples. And my wife is really upset by it. They've been friends a long time. And this is the same friend who's always flirting with me, telling me how cute I look. When we all go out, tells me how funny I am. She'll even find time to talk to me when my wife isn't around or knows when my wife's at work. She, you just know when someone is flirting with you. And I'm thinking she's doing this to try and drive a wedge between my wife and I. How do I help my wife and her friend bridge the gap between her and her friend? And should I be honest with her about her friend's flirtation with me? So, that is so strange. But, uh, like I have signed Jeff. <laughs> no, oh, I, wife. Sorry, I have friends that like tell Jeff that you know whatever he looks good or you know. But I don't. I don't think it as like is oh it you're trying to have sex with him. I don't think so. I don't. I what mean, would make it flirting? 
I guess if you're being more forward or asked for alone time or um, <laughs> touched inappropriately or was hanging all over somebody okay. or like. Flirting's different for everybody by definition, right? Mm-hmm. It can yeah. be, it doesn't have to be touching, right? Yeah. I just feel like a compliment isn't really flirting. A compliment is totally flirting. I guess. A- okay. A compliment is flirting that I don't care about. That's fair. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's rather pompous to be like, she's flirting with me. You just know. <laughs> I think you know when someone's, nah. No, you don't just Yeah, know. yeah. Especially guys. I'm horrible at it. oblivious to that. Unless they're like up there physically grabbing you and caressing or whatever. Oh, you're, you look so good. But even then, right? Because old ladies will do that and they're flirting. <laughs> but I don't see it as flirting. Old lady flirting. Well, flirting that you don't care about because you're not going to have it's sex flirting. with an old woman. Chris Rock says it's all about opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, like, I feel like, yes, there is flirting that happens, but there's flirting that you are bothered by, you feel threatened by, and then there's harmless flirting. Harmless to you? Yes. In mm-hmm. my opinion, harmless flirting. That you think is harmless to someone? Yes. An said old the, woman. Said the, said the man in the, in, the, in the office that has now been fired for sexual har- harassment. Well, I just feel like an old woman, if this is just my opinion, flirting with Jeff or even one of my friends giving him a compliment or something like that, I don't really feel threatened by. Now, if you straight out say, like, you know, I think the worst thing someone has said to me about my relationship as far as flirting goes was like, oh, I can bang your man better than you can. That. That's not flirting. Um, oh, it is, because it's like she wants to have sex with that person. But she's saying it to you. That's not flirting. That it is flirting with him if he's standing next to me because she's saying I could have sex with you better. So huh. I feel like, for me, you know, that's a line of talking, saying something bad. That is, you wanted to have sex with my boyfriend. That is flirting that I'm not okay with. So talking can be flirting that I'm not okay with. But I feel like normally, as long as you're not acting on it, then I don't really care that much. And especially if you're 95, I don't care that much. <laughs> but if there was an opportunity and a want there. Uh, this says, the definition, this says, whatever what this is worth. Flirting is a social and sexual behavior involving spoken or written communication, as well as body language by one person to another, either to suggest interest in or deeper relationship with the other person. Person. Or if done playfully, or for amusement. Yeah, there's different kinds of flirting. And the ones, you can pick which ones bother you or which ones don't. Yeah, I think as a person, fair. in your relationship, you can pick which ones bother you and which ones don't. Personally, I trust that Jeff is not going to have sex with a 95-year-old woman. So if an old woman flirts with him, that doesn't bother me. Or if one of my friends give him a compliment, I don't feel threatened by that because I don't think he's going to have sex with them. So it doesn't bother me. I get trapped into being extra nice to certain people mm-hmm. that can be interpreted as flirting. Absolutely. And I'm That's just fair. in my mind I'm just being extra nice. Now, if the elephant man is checking me out at Walgreens, I'm probably not going to be extra nice for what cuz I'm a jerk. But if Kate Upton is checking me out, I'm probably going to be extra nice above and extra nice. And that's flirting. Yeah. Yeah, but 
if Jeff was flirting with Kate Upton, I don't think I'd be that threatened by it because Kate Upton and them is not going to have sex with Jeff. Right. You well, don't I, I'm just that. using that as how someone would look. Mm-hmm. Kate Upton wouldn't be working at Walgreens. Yeah, but no, I guess I'm just saying <laughs> if it's like that. And I, Kate I, Upton I can go care. slumming. For real, man. For real. Don't knock what your are old you man. Say, yeah, yeah, what are you you're insulting your old man saying that he no. can't even get Kate Upton? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm totally saying. Totally pull Kate Upton, man. No, no, no. <laughs> It's really uh, rude, by the way. No, no, no. Stop twisting it. I'm I, not. You yeah. said he can't get Kate Upton. No, I'm saying Kate Upton isn't going to have sex with somebody, some rando at Walgreens. That's my point. You may think that as a man, you want that, and that's not going to happen. So it's not about, I don't think Jeff is attractive enough, because I find him extremely attractive, and I can understand why he would be hit on. But I'm sorry, Kate Upton is a huge celebrity, right? and she's not going to have sex with a random at right. Walgreens. So even if you're being super nice to Kate Upton, I don't feel a threat there, because I don't feel like right. she would. I wasn't using it as the physical Kate, the person Kate Upton. Mm-hmm. I was using it as an attractive person, so, as if mm-hmm. Kate Upton. You're saying like you're being nice to a super hot girl. Right, because I didn't think the elephant man, the actual elephant man, would be working there either. So, you're, like, you are, if you're flirting with... Is he still with, alive? No, he's dead. That's what I thought. If you're flirting with a super hot An attractive girl, person. Yes, yeah, super hot girl uh, that you would not normally flirt with because you're just flirting with her because of the way she looks. No, I said I would be more nice to someone that I think is attractive. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's just... And that's the trap. And I said it's a trap I fall into because mm-hmm. that is flirting. Yeah. I just feel like that's not a flirting I would get mad at. Because, again, I don't think the intention's there. But the I'm having is, a hard time believing you only because you got upset about your underwear being in Jeff's bag thinking it was some other woman's. Well, duh. Because it was socks. It was, Hold on. Uh, okay. It was underwear. socks, which Fair. is worse. But he was on a trip. Wor- oh, worse yeah. for you. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> it's stupid. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to have sex with somebody on a trip. Like, he was on a boy's trip, came home, and I did not recognize my own sock. So, yes, if you have some other girl's freaking clothing in your bag and it is the first time going on a girl's trip, or I mean a guy's trip, then of course I'm going to get mad. Yeah, but I'm just I saying you got stu- easily triggered yeah. by something. I'm not saying you shouldn't have been jealous for that. I'm just saying you got easily triggered. Well, yes, because and I so, wasn't there and, yeah. it, and I did not recognize that it was my sock. So, you, Should you tell your partner, like with the email, should you tell your partner that you are being flirted with by one of their friends? Mm, yeah, okay. I would say that. If I thought that that was the case, I would tell Jeff, and I hope that he would tell me. I guess the thought that comes into my mind, and I can't speak for Gimpy, is um, Commander Ak- Akbar, it's a trap. Yeah. Like, don't say anything. That, that is the key thing right there. Um, you don't tell your significant other because that's going to cause some unnecessary bull yeah. in your life. What you can do... Is you can talk to the person that's doing it. No. The person that's doing it. That no. is so much also drama. Not, yeah. why, why not? Because, I mean, if it's just a friend, right, and if the flirting actually bothers you, then you'd be like, hey, I don't know if you are or not, but I feel like there's some flirtatious activity going on here, and it bothers me. Could you because just please, di- please dial it back a little bit? I feel like 
I would want to tell Jeff or I'd want him to tell me because by you telling that other person, now you've just got a three-way conversation here and you create a drama between these two people. If you tell your significant other who you should be able to share stuff with, be like, hey, Stacy's like super flirty. She keeps putting her hand on my, you know, butt or whatever it is. I don't care. Like, and I just feel this way. Then it's up to your significant other to either talk to that person that's like, hey, that makes me uncomfortable. Stop flirting with my boyfriend. Or maybe you didn't mean to, but that way your conversation with your significant other is between you guys and it's up to them if they want to say something or like hey let's not go out with her because she made you feel uncomfortable but if you skip your significant other then she's hearing it secondhand from somebody else mm-hmm. and be like well why wouldn't you tell me if somebody touches me that i don't want touching me mm-hmm. especially inappropriately mm-hmm. you said but if my, one of my wife's friends touched me on the butt i'd be like whoa don't do that. Yeah, but that's would, not okay. You would also tell your significant uh, other. I, yes, I would. Yeah. But that's we're not talking about assault. <laughs> okay, but right? we're talking we're talking about just flirting, yes. right? If if one of my wife's friends was flirting with me, depending on what they'd say. If they were like that shirt sure looks good on you, I would ignore it. Thanks. And move on. Right, but And it hold on. And if I got she was like I would bang you better than your wife would, I'd be like, "Whoa, way inappropriate." Mhm. So and it, then I would tell my wife. If it was constant, like it was little things that you said you would ignore, right? You're like, I'm, I'm just going to walk away or ignore that or whatever. And not over the line for you to say that's inappropriate, but it was constant little things like that. And this happened over three months where every time you hung out with this person, those little things were adding up. I would stop hanging out. And you would tell your significant other that this is the reason you want to stop hanging out. Right. I would I wouldn't wait for the second or third time if one of my wife's friends told me she would bang me better than my wife no, was. No, no, we're not talking it, about that. We're well, talking that was about, the example I gave. I know. Then no, I would said, say something, right? Saying that you things. have a nice shirt on, I would blow off repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So if all those, because I don't know if that's a flirt. Okay, but then would you then tell your significant other uh, that I have a ni- that she keeps saying I have nice clothes or whatever the compliment is? It doesn't no, matter. No, because no, it does matter because I just pointed that out. Well, I'm if just, she's saying bang you. Right, that That's is an extreme. Way- That's an extreme. That you said, I said any compliment. No, I feel like that is such an extreme, and that is inappropriate, and that is so the, would say it the, to me, okay? <laughs> the, the right reaction. But I'm saying like little things that you're saying you would blow off a compliment or whatever, touching your shoulder or yeah. just being too close to you or you know sharing sex details or whatever it is. All those <laughs> things adding up. Would you? Who would you tell first? If you felt uncomfortable, you felt like you were being flirted with and you didn't want to hang out with that person, you would then tell your significant other, like, that person makes me uncomfortable. I feel like she's flirting. I don't want to invite her to bowling night or if whatever. If it was uncomfortable enough where I had to put a stop to it with that person, mm-hmm. I'm telling my wife. I'm not waiting. Right. But a shirt, right? Your haircut seems nice. Mm-hmm. I'm blowing off to the end of time. Because bringing that up to my wife about her friend that she's known a week, a year, 10 years, her whole life, I'm now throwing a grenade, not only into their relationship, Mm -hmm. but mine as well. Yeah. And so you have to walk softly with that. So if it's a small compliment, I'm blowing it off. If it is crude and detail specific, I'm telling my wife, I'm telling that person first. And I'm not going to use some quantifier of like, hey, if you keep doing that, I'm going to have to tell my wife. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm a big boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> GP, what about you? Hey, you tell the friend first. Let's try to head it off at the pass. That, that's just me. Not have to deal with this unnecessary bull over here. Just stop at the friend. Tell him, hey, I'm uncomfortable with what you're doing here. If you could, just stop. 
And if it continues after that, after you've had that conversation, and then, yeah, you'd probably be like, hey, listen, um, Becky over here, she, I asked her to stop. I felt she was being flirtatious. I was like, I felt uncomfortable. I asked her to stop. But she won't stop. So I just thought I would let you know before this thing gets out of control. Right, because here's what's going to happen is I'm like, if you were my girlfriend and I came to you and said, hey, Becky came to me <laughs> and said this, mm-hmm. you're going to come unhinged, yeah. regardless of what the compliment was, and feel the need to, to go X, Y, Z with Becky instead of going, yeah, it sounds like you handled it. Yeah. Um, which now, which makes know. it super dramatic now. And she's mm-hmm. going to guess what she's going to say. I never said that. But and now it's drama. It's drama mm-hmm. before. If you just hold drama. on, if you just say to Becky that you're uncomfortable and, you know, stop flirting with me, guaranteed she's going to be like, your boyfriend thought I was flirting with him. And like it right. becomes if you talk to that person first and you haven't told your significant other, your significant other is going to find out either way because there's right. something but that's that what happened. I'm saying. If when I tell you mm-hmm. I'm escalating it. Yeah. And if she comes to my wife and goes, and I never say anything to my wife, and she comes to my wife, and my wife goes, why didn't you say anything? And I would say, because they're small compliments. I don't love her. I don't want to be with her. And it wasn't like she was telling me, talking about my junk. Mm -hmm. She was complimenting my shirt. She didn't cross a boundary. Now, if you're telling me right now any words from her other than good morning, good afternoon, and good night Mm -hmm. is a flirt, then fine. I will come tell you. But I'm not going to report back every time one of your friends talks to me. Yeah, I'm just saying that regardless, it's going to get back to your significant other. There's like a three-way conversation here. I don't care. Well, I, I'm not tattling on my... I'm not tattling. Yeah. Ooh, I'm tattling. Yeah, I don't see it as a giant crime by my partner. If one of my friends says she looks nice today. No, you take that as a compliment, man. Like, but if yes. he says it all the time to the point where she's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and she has told him mm-hmm. to stop, that's different. Yeah, I'm just like if if Jeff has to tell one of my friends to stop flirting with him because he feels uncomfortable and I don't know about it, then I want to know about it. I want to know about it first when that happens. If you felt like you needed to tell her to stop, then you better tell me before she does because I don't want to uh, feel blindsided. I, but if he thought it was a three, and you, how is he going to know it's a 10 for you? Because if you felt uncomfortable enough to say something to somebody to tell him to stop, right. then I want to know about that because regardless if it's a two for me, it was a 10 for you enough to ask that person to right. stop. Or I don't want any this growing into anything else, so I'm stopping it before it didn't bother me, mm-hmm. but I'm stopping it before it turns into something. I don't want to encourage this behavior from this person. Right, but it bothered you So enough. now I've come to you, and now it's a 10. When it, it was fine. I was just heading it off at the pass to stop it. Yeah, but uh, just in my By brain. By the way, do you hear? Ah, this is going to piss you off. Well, do you then don't say you, it. Do you hear? Oh, say it, bro. I do you, hear you're it. already wound up. Do you hear this? Like, you're, you're going off the crazy train. Like, you are going off crazy girlville. No, I think because you two agree that you think I'm going off crazy girlville. No, it's not that. No, your tone is picking up. Well, because I kind of feel little attacks. I don't feel the same way you two do. Like... I'm not attacking you. You can have any opinion you want. But I'm telling you from a guy standpoint, where most of the time we're not even 100% sure when we're being flirted on. Mm -hmm. But I know I don't want to water the plant. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to feed the cat. There you go. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's all I'm doing. I have to report back to you that I decided not to feed. I'm I'm trying to not feed the cat. Yeah, if you felt uh, uncomfortable that's enough. exhausting as a hot person. Oh, right. <laughs> if you felt uncomfortable enough, I don't want to hear it from my friends. It's not uncomfortable. 
I don't want to feed the cat. Okay. It's not about me feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I don't want to feed the cat. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give her any indication. Mm-hmm. She has a tiny percent chance mm-hmm. to continue that conversation with me. Right. That's not about me being uncomfortable. That's me going, identify the signs, mm-hmm. stopping it before it turns into something. Yeah. Right. That's, That's not that uncomfortable. But, like you said, if they compliment your shirt, you're blowing that off. So, if this is repeated and you felt like you needed to stop it, I want to know before you had to stop it or whatever, I want to hear from you what happened rather than my girlfriend who's interpreting that you felt uncomfortable. And now it's a thing that I didn't know happened between my friend and my significant other. Because it will. It's not just going to stop so there. Dramatic. I, I mean, that's just it's, what it is. Yeah, but your relationship now with your friend's done. It's. I don't think that's true because it could be a misunderstanding. But by you yeah, not but, saying anything, but to who's me, the misunderstanding? Right. This is where the problem is. Because if I'm your partner and you don't stand by me and you believe your friend, mm-hmm. I'm pissed. Right. Right. But if the details and your friend are, would feel the same way. Yes, but I again. This is a thing now with the three of us, and it is, and I don't want that happening like behind my back. I don't want that conversation. Right. Well, guess what? I'm never going out with you and your friend ever again because right. you're That's believing. Dramatic. So is this. I, because all she did was compliment my shirt, and I like you, so I'm stopping the conversation. Right. But now you, because you had to know, have turned it into this giant thing that makes me so uncomfortable because she's saying she didn't do it. Yeah. And I look like a liar. I mean, that is one thing that could come out of it. And it also could be that Becky is always does that with everybody, like just compliments them. Then why are them. we in her, why is she in her life? Whatever it is. I'm just saying that it could be that she's flirting with you. It could be that she's not, that that's just the way that she is. And it that is your interpretation of what happened. But regardless, it's something that I need to know about or I, I want to know about. I don't want to hear it from my friend before I hear it from you. Do all, okay. When you're in a relationship, do you need to know all communication your role you your partner has with your friends? No. Mm-mm. Only if you're a control freak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see some text coming in. I'm gonna flirt with Jeff until he has to go tell you that I'm flirting with him too much. We know that's a guy texting it. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. My, I don't feel threatened. <laughs> my best friend's wife is all over me when she's drunk. She's kissed me and grabbed me and calls me daddy. My wife just laughs. She doesn't consider that flirting. But others could. And I really, would. all deep down aside, it's how secure you are in your own mentality. Mm-mm. I was recently called sweetie by the hotel clerk, and I told my girlfriend, and she is so jealous, she said, well, what did you do to get her to call you sweetie? Yes. <laughs> so you will admit, and we're just using you as this female because you're the only female in the room mm-hmm. in the side of the glass. Mm-hmm. So I think that <laughs> it's not you, but we're going to use you as an example. You will agree that some women do that. Yes. Some guys do that. Some women do that. Yes. And that is clearly somebody that is uh, insecure and feels like they need to get mad about that because they're scared of you cheating or whatever. My boss's wife's friend kept flirting with me a few years back. I brought it up to her. She addressed it. It was over and fixed. A few years later, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm not saying it can't work out that way, mm-hmm. but typically it doesn't. Yeah. Typically, someone gets their feelers hurt, whether it's you, your your partner's part, friend, mm-hmm. right? Well, I didn't say that because they don't want to look like a schmuck. Mm-hmm. They don't look like a schmuck hitting on your wife, boyfriend. Yeah, and to lie. And, and we'll like, lie to try to get out of it. 
Yeah, then I don't know what to tell you. Your friend's an essy person. Well, it'll be your friend in this yeah, scenario. My friend is a bad person if she's going to lie about that to then create something between me and my boyfriend rather than being like, oops, sorry, I just I didn't realize I was doing it or whatever. Uh, my wife just left me for a man that continually flirted with her. Ah, damn. Yeah, you should have well, been involved in that yeah. conversation. <laughs> no, because I don't, here's why I don't like that statement. You can't stop it. No, you're you're no. That is absolutely true. If it wasn't that guy, it would have been someone else. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have the magic potion he was sprinkling, right? The magic D. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Nice shirt could be conversation filler. Hey, your D looks good in those pants. Red flag. That's fair. yes, for sure. We didn't even get to the issue. Uh, about with this person email because I think flirting is a fascinating conversation, mm-hmm. but to, in in relationships mm-hmm. and can be a giant parasite. Yeah, yeah. I I I would say just for the email, you need to talk about it. If you feel you're being flirted with and it's this whole thing that's going on, you just need to talk about it with your significant other. Gimpy, I think you go ahead and if it's that much of an issue, talk it out and just kind of go from there. You know, for me, it's. Just try to avoid as much drama as humanly possible. But if it's a problem for you, go ahead. Stop feeding the cat. Talk to the friend first. Uh, I would say stay out of it. It's a problem between your wife's friend and her, not you. You're inserting yourself into it by your interpretation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you feel uncomfortable, you should say something for sure. But if you're not sure it's happening... Because what you don't want to be is like, hey, you know this drama you're having with your friend right now? Well, here's another layer. <laughs> Let me pour some gas on the and fire. And then her going, well, tell me the scenario. And you tell her, and she goes, that's not flirting, stupid. Oh. You look like total schmuckville when she's got a real problem. That house is already on fire, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right? And now she's questioning your interpretation of flirting. Well, he did say, I absolutely know she was flirting with me. Because right. when you know, you oh, know. There's guys that say that, though. Yeah, I Clearly, you know when you know when you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm 90% of the time, I'm too stupid to know. And you my wife will go, that, that lady was flirting with you. I'm like, she was? Huh. Don't Sh- care. Short of physical actions grabbing you. Right. You don't know. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. Another email when we come back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Bad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. How we get in contact with people most of the time is all via text. And we got a text... That says, uh, I am lost here in the conversation, that, that he th- they was, lost. He was part of the conversation, and he had given him some advice, the listener email. Okay, let's, I thought it was about something else. Let's go to Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good, good, man. Tell us, what was the initial text you sent in? Uh, that my wife uh, left me, or just left me for a man that continually flirted with her. And how long had you been with your wife? Uh, we just hit our five-year anniversary about a week before she left me. Mm-hmm. And the man that she left you with for, how long, like, is it a coworker, a friend of the family? 
No, she met him at a friend's birthday party at Whiskey 918 a few years back. Um, and she didn't, uh, her job, she delivers uh, food and stuff. Okay. Um, so she ended up seeing him at his house. Or no, it was his business the first time, then his house. Okay. Slow down, uh, slow down, slow down, Eric. Slow down, Eric. Slow down, <laughs> slow down. So you guys were about to celebrate five. Two, we'll just say two years ago. So three years into your marriage, she meets a guy at a bar. Yes. Well, and, I was at the bar with her. And how did they meet if you were with her? She was dancing and I was getting drinks. So you go and you get your whiskey sour and your amaretto sour and you turn around and she's with dancing with some guy. Yes. Oof. And was there, how did she, con- how did they get in contact again? Uh, through her job. She delivered to his uh, his place of employment. Right, right. So but he- how? That's you, Do you get to pick your driver? Uh, no. Uh, this is uh, one of those delivery apps. So it was pure chance uh, that he wanted some, some you know, General um, Sow's chicken uh, and she delivered it to him. Yes. Yeah. And so some rando at a bar grinds up on her and you see this happening and you're, you're not like, hey, get off my girl. And hey. I actually got her back over to the table with me. And got her back over right to there. the table. You come yeah. with me. Like you, gr- you, you. I didn't grab her. I her, her hey, back. Drinks her here. Come here. And she followed me. And then just wow. by chance, she happens to deliver to this guy and she's like, hey, I've grinded on your crotch before. I know you. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but this isn't the first time she cheated. I found out at the same time about him that she cheated with her boss before who had been continually flirting with her. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm sorry. You clearly That's had brutal. not yeah, a good individual. Women. <laughs> yeah. Well, wh- why but, the guy that she, okay, so she had a boyfriend. No. So she had a boss that she said was flirting with her and she just just succumbed to flirting and just spread her legs for him because she he flirted? Uh, Pretty much. uh, She did try to tell me that it was all my fault that I didn't hug and kiss her enough, but I know that's not right. (laughs) How long had you been together when she banged her boss? He was at our wedding, so I think it was before our wedding, and we've been together two years. Bro, you can't just drop that. At your wedding, she had sex with somebody else? Not at the wedding. Someone that attended the wedding. Yeah, he attended our wedding, and so did uh, two other guys she had slept with. One of them is actually my best friend, but that was a long time ago with him. Yeah. Oh, the huge red banner. Dude. (laughs) Dude, listen listen to me. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm sorry that happened. That sucks, but listen to me. You got to have some more goddamn self-worth. You deserve oh, better. No, you don't. Uh, I, no, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. You need to change. Whatever you've been doing, you need to change. You can say it's better, but you just had a relationship end because of that. Well, uh, it ended because she's loose. Uh, yes, I because she's doing everything right, according to all of our friends. Even her friends said that she always described me as the perfect husband doing everything for her and then it's called manipulation she goes and does it yeah Yeah. it's called manipulation and i'm saying i'm saying self-worth is not about doing the right things as a husband i'm saying self-worth that the first time that that boundary's crossed you say goodbye i didn't find out about both times until uh about 11 days ago at the same time oh this is fresh 
Yeah. This is well, then fresh. I apologize. <laughs> okay, so you then find out that, like, she's banged not just one dude, but a plethora of men that were somewhere at your wedding, somewhere in her oh, life right, as a boss. So you find, uh, so the whole five years you didn't know until 11 days ago that this came crashing down on you? Yeah, and the guy that she uh, left me for this time, he, I think she's just being a gold digger because he owns a Lamborghini. Does he have a man bun, too? Uh, no. He does have an effeminate voice, though. Ooh, yeah, well, guess what? He's dick. banging your wife, so you can try name. to cut him down. but He's moaning her name in that effeminate voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Becky. Dude, that's, that's rough, brutal. man. 11 days ago. Yeah, and I spent uh, pretty much seven years raising her daughter as my own. So... And- I'm having to go through the child's father to be able to see the kid now. When you, yeah, you don't have any, yeah, that's uh, tough. No, no legal rights. Yeah. Uh, when you got this information 11 days ago, how did you find out? Did she tell you? No, uh, she came to our house to pick up some stuff because she left me and I had no idea where she was staying. And as she was leaving, I tried to stop her in the driveway to try to get her to be willing to work things out. And she told me, no, what do you want me to uh, be cheating on you constantly and uh, not loving you and things like that? And that just, in my head, she's cheating. So I logged into her Google account and tracked her phone uh, for the last two weeks and found out she'd been sleeping at his house. Uh, I knew where he lived because I work in IT and I can find pretty much anybody. Um, This is taking a turn. This is taking such a turn. Oh, my God. um, So have you filed for divorce? I actually spoke with the attorney yesterday and hired him. I just have to get the money together to pay her, and I will be getting a divorce, and adultery will be listed. Yeah, in the state of Oklahoma, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you have yeah. to have. No, it doesn't mean anything. It just means something to me because when <laughs> uh, when the child gets old enough, she'll be able to look it up and see that it wasn't my fault; it was her mother's fault. Don't yeah. be a petty Betty. Ah, petty Betty. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> well, rough. How, did you guys my have a house? My ex-wife's mother left her husband. My wife's ex-wife's uh, dad. Well, it is genetic. Uh, no, cheating is yeah, genetic. doing the exact same thing. <laughs> um, did you guys have a house? Yeah, and we just signed yesterday the contract to sell it. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't want to live in that tainted place with all those other no, men's samples all over. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's rough. I'm sorry that happened, bro. Good luck with everything. Yeah, thanks for listening to me. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. See you later. See ya. See ya. Damn. You track someone's No, phone. Lamborghini. Well, you know. You got to watch out with those guys with Lamborghinis. <laughs> They'll steal your woman. I don't I don't think I know. I mean, there's a one, there's a reason Russ in Silicon Valley had a Lamborghini cuz he was such a douche. It like yeah. fit the MO. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I trying to think of anybody I know that owns a Lamborghini that isn't a douchebag. I'd like to know somebody that just owns a Lamborghini. Right. It doesn't I'm brag talking about, about like, it. I, you're right. I don't know anybody, but people I see that yeah. own a Lamborghini, well, they're a, acting like douches. Yeah, it's yeah. their profile picture on Facebook is them in their car, and that's a red flag. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's The Big Mad Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 Burt Kreischer is supposed to join us, so let's just get right into Balls to the Wall Sports. Balls to the Wall. Balls to the Wall. Balls to the Wall. 
CBS Sports chairman said Sean McManus said on a conference call yesterday that some players have agreed to be mic'd up for the Charles Schwab Challenge, which begins Thursday at the Colonial. It is the first PGA Tour event in almost three months. Players agreeing to put on a microphone will be announced later, and no fans will be allowed at the course. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Brittany Bell just heard the cue and got qualified for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Teaming up with Albert G's Smoking to Please and Miller Lite. So she could score that $100 Albert G's gift card and get beer for the rest of the year every month. But she's got to get through the whole contest. we got more qualifying to do every hour with us. And then Lynn's got a chance for you as well during the drive-thru lunch. Joining us on the line right now is our friend, Bert Kreischer. Bert is on. Hey, buddy. How are you? Oh, it's so good to talk to you guys. It's great to talk to you, man. Congratulations on the announcement of the Hot Summer Nights Drive-In Comedy Tour. You guys are going to be in Tulsa on Sunday, June 28th. Tulsa is the whole reason this started. Really? Awesome. Tell me more. Oh, are you kidding me? One of my favorite, like, you know when you see a scene in a movie and then you just get stuck on that scene? Yeah. And you're like, God, man, that... In The Outsiders, when Ponyboy and Johnny sneak into the drive-in movie theater, I was, like, obsessed with that. I, I saw that the other day with my daughter, and, I, and this, I saw that in, probably in February with my daughter. And when the lockdown happened, I called my agent the second it happened, because my special started streaming on Netflix. And I was like, yo, I want a tour to support this. Call up drive-in movie theaters. And he was like, what? And I said, <laughs> Oklahoma is where the is where the Outsiders was filmed. I guarantee you there's drive-in movie theaters there. And I swear to God, I got four offers. Fort Collins, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Indianapolis, and Charlotte, North Carolina. And I was like, yes. And so, yeah, so I, I literally, because of the Outsiders, I came up with this idea. When you come here then, you're going to have to go. They made a museum out of that house. Do you know who Danny Boy O'Connor is from House of Pain? Oh, yeah. Oh, first of all, uh, Bill Burr and I have talked obsessively about this on our podcast, Bill Burt. Bill literally was like, because everyone, you know, when you talk about doing the tour in, in drive-in movie theaters, ever, at first everyone's like, ah, that sounds crazy. But then once you book it, other comics are like, yo, can I sneak in and do a date? And Burr, and first thing he said, he goes, you're doing Oklahoma? He's like, I gotta do Oklahoma. He, Oklahoma's one of everyone's favorite places to perform. And he was like, dude, when you go, you gotta go to the Outsider's house. I Listen, I think you're funny, dude. You're awesome. I feel like you're urinating on my back and telling me it's raining right now. <laughs> that that no, every what? Oklahoma, everybody wants to come to Oklahoma because not very many people do. I know, but I think I've heard Bill Burr on the podcast talking about how dope Tulsa is, like that he enjoyed being here. So I, I do believe Burt because also t- Tulsa is awesome. Well, you know what it is, is ugh, not to sound like weird, but obviously towns like Chicago and New York and and uh, and San Francisco and Miami, they're fun, they're fun because they're great cities and they're big and there's so much to do. But when you go to a place like Oklahoma, I, I swear to God this is going to sound crazy, but the majority of people that come to your show are like, so grateful that you came, like that you put Tulsa on your tour. And all of us are like, no, of course Tulsa's on our tour, that you get such a receptive audience and such great shows. And it really is, you, you know, you get a slice of Americana in Oklahoma that you don't get in a lot of cities. And so <clears throat> we talked, our, literally our last podcast we did with Bob Saget, we talked obsessively about Oklahoma. 
Well, when you come here, you're going to need to do the Outsiders House because uh, it's really cool. And I think oh, I, I know Danny Boy would totally hook you up and show you anything you wanted to see up close. Oh, I'm definitely doing that. Listen, this I will be very candid. This tour is not a big money maker. <laughs> I, I'm sure it goes without saying that doing a show at a drive-in movie theater isn't quite the windfall of cash everyone imagined it would be. <laughs> how how is it going to yeah, work? How's the show oh, going to work? Are you going to be on a stage and people will be listening to it in their cars on the radio or like will you just will there be a camera on you up on the big screen? So I have to travel with my own stage to put in front of the screen. I also have to travel with a film crew to shoot it so that my image goes up on the big screen. So it's super wow. expensive to do a four camera shoot so that it looks proper. And then all the audio is streamed for like a quarter of a mile into everyone's FM uh, stations. So we get an FM, like our own FM feed that goes out to all the cars. I just thought it was cool. Like for me, I looked at it. I look at everything as a consumer. Like I think, what would I like? Right. I would love to pack my car with four people. Right. Everyone just be in their pajamas or whatever the most comfortable. You don't have to worry about dressing to go out. You can dress in the most comfortable thing because you're in your car. And then packing your car with all the stuff you want, driving in, especially in what's going on in today's climate with the coronavirus, knowing you're 100% safe. You can get out of your car. They got like a little area squared off so that you can stay socially different distance from other people. Maybe you grill out. You have a few cocktails. You get a designated driver. And you literally, you are no contact fun. You come from your house in your driveway to come see me. I fed into your car. You watch it on the big screen and you drive home. I was like, that's something I would like to do. Yeah. I remember growing up and going to drive in theaters and it was as a kid, it was always the biggest memory. And with all the coronavirus stuff, yeah, that's everybody's going to the drive in now more than ever. So well, when I came up with the idea that I pitched it to my agents and they're like, this is the dumbest thing you've, I've ever heard of. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, bands started doing it yeah. in like in LA and like small places outside the city. And then my agent called me and he's like, all right, I got a promoter that says they can do it. And I was like, let's do it. And so we booked these four, and we're going to film it. Uh, uh, we're going to film it, put it on YouTube or whatever. We're going to film the whole tour. And uh, But it's, it's also an interesting, you know, I don't know. I've never – do you know how, like, when the, when the lockdown started and you – you really were like, we need to conserve our food. Like, we need to make sure we're safe. We got we to gotta make sure that we got all the things we need. And, like, that first morning I woke up and I saw a banana that was, like, about to turn. And I was like, well, we can't lose a good banana. I'm going to eat this banana. And I was, like, <laughs> behaving in ways that I'd never behaved in my life, you know? <laughs> and so I feel like I feel like those are memories that we're never going to forget. Like, what was the our, – our kids will be like, God, remember the quarantine? And you'll be like, oh – I remember the quarantine. And no I think banana wasted. Adds, yeah, this adds to that, that tapestry of, of memories, in my opinion, for me. And I want to see what's going on in America. Like, I want to see, you know, I'm dying to drive back to America. I miss, like, I'm not going, look, none of us are going to China for a while, okay? That's not going to happen. No one's going to Italy for a while, okay? I'm going to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I know I'm safe. Yeah, that for sure. We welcome you. And... And are you ready for the heat scenario, too? Because it's going to be like 100 today, 100% humidity. It's hot. I mean, you're going to need some sort of, like, monkey butter or something. <laughs> oh, this is – I haven't thought out all the possibilities of it going wrong. Thunderstorms. Uh, all right. <laughs> the heat. Uh, uh, peak 
car horns, uh, car bright lights. There's a lot of things <laughs> that could mess this up. But look, if there's one comic that's willing to roll the dice on it, it's me. It's definitely me. I'm not precious with my stand-up. I have fun on stage. I like to party. So I think it's all about, it's all about going out and having a good time. I, I used to do this show. I don't know if, they, if you know, but I used to do a tour called the Colin Sick to Work Show mm-hmm. where I would go in. I do radio. I drink on air. I would get on radio and I would stay there for two hours and I would tell everyone, do not go to work today. Call us sick to work and meet me at the comedy club at 11 a.m. And it would sell out like gangbusters. And trust me, these were not the best shows in the world, but no one will forget them because they were so fun. Like you just the most crazy stuff would happen. And then, I'd, of course, I black out on stage. I remember giving out Segura's number one time and waking up in a house I had no idea where I was. But... It's about the memory, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're easy to gravitate towards because your work ethic is just ridiculous, and you feel so relatable to all of us because you are like us. You like I, to party. That's why you work hard, but you yeah. also party. So you it's like I respect work, yeah. it, and I want to drink with you. Yeah. <laughs> and what I'm curious about is how you come up with some of these crazy ideas and how many never come to fruition. And because you do things, everything from like, you have a partnership with the flip-flop company. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a lot of really bad ideas. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've, had, I've pitched some horrible ideas. When I was on Travel Channel, I wanted a way to promote the show. What I wanted to do was make urinal busts, like a, a small bust of my body with my mouth open that went on top of the urinal cage <laughs> over the urinal mitt and then put them in bars all over the place. <laughs> and Travel Channel was like, that's a, that's a horrible idea. That's a horrible, horrible idea. That is something you won't forget for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so I've had a lot of really bad ideas, but like, like everything comes out from me organically. Like the flip flops is, is just selfish. Is that, I got these flip-flops at a, at, a, at a store, and I loved them. Like at a surf shop, I loved them. And then they started wearing out, and so I ordered another pair, and I kept ordering pairs until all of a sudden I had a bunch of, I had literally six of the same pairs of worn-out flip-flops. And I went to get another pair, and they didn't sell them. This was like six years ago. They weren't selling them anymore. And so I just, and this is so, the beauty of social media, I reached out to the company on social media and said, will you just make, I'll pay, I'll pay $1,000, make 10 pairs of size 12 Dylan flip-flops. Make, make, I'll, I'll give you a, like, whatever it costs, I don't care. Just make me my flip-flops because I love these flip-flops. And then everyone started going, like, what are these flip-flops like? And I was like, they're amazing. They're amazing. And so all of a sudden it starts going viral on Twitter and on Instagram. And the company's like, hey, man, we're getting hit up from everyone to make these flip-flops. I was like, just make them. And they're like, uh, you can make them. Like, we'll give you the, so I bought, like, a thousand flip-flops, which is a, a lot of money. <laughs> and I said, I'll just sell them so that I can get myself my own flip-flops. Dude, <laughs> so, wow, I don't people, I don't think people understand the chaos of that. You basically were like, I, I remember the Taco Bell chili cheese burrito movement and when they were trying to bring that back. And it'd be like, I'm buying all the chili cheese burritos, and then people were like, I want them, and you're just going to sell them out of your house. The, the, to say, hey, I'm a comic, but I want to buy a bunch of flip-flops, oh, and I guess I'll start selling them, that is a giant coup that you achieved. Oh, it didn't make, it didn't make any financial sense at all. Like, no. But it's, this, it's the way I look at life is I go, 
I believe in stuff I like or good ideas. I go, I'll get, I'll get behind. And I only can get behind with my time or my money. And so I met with this company, and we made like a 1,000 flip-flops, and I, I gave them the loot, and, uh, and then they sold out in eight minutes yesterday. God so, dang. So That's you're going to make more, right? You're yeah. obviously going to make more. Oh, no, no. I got my flip-flops. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out of the business. <laughs> what? <laughs> he good. He good. He got what I need. Yeah, and I, I mean, also I, love that you like slid in that you're a size 12 because that's a really good humble brag. It's impressive <laughs> on this end. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told the company, I was like, hey, keep making the flip-flops. Like, I mean, people like them. They're great flip-flops. But like, I, I'm I like, for the most part, I got what I needed. Like I, I, I'm, I'm writing a book right now, and uh, my I got approached because everyone's doing self help books, and sometimes <laughs> I'll give out my self help advice on podcasts, and it's so messed up that people are like that. This company came and they're like, "Hey, would you write a book about your theory on living life?" And like the first chapter is like, "You got to give yourself a nickname." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, your oh hangover. <laughs> My, one of my keys to life is if you don't have all great men had great nickname names. Am I right? Right. Like, yeah. You got to have a nickname, and you need to tell your own story. So give yourself a nickname. I gave myself the machine. That's a great nickname. It is. It is a great and nickname. So, yeah. <laughs> I got to tell one, you the one that everyone got tethered to was. This is horrible. This is a horrible life advice. But like, be selfish. Like, be super selfish. Only think about yourself in every scenario. Like, I don't cheat on my wife. I don't cheat on my wife not because I care about her feelings. I don't cheat on my wife because I need her in my life, and I need her. I like being with her, so that's why I don't cheat on her. So if you look at everything from a selfish position, then I think you're always going to take care of number one. Right. Be, be selfish, but don't be an asshole, too, right? You can be a little bit of an asshole, but just... <laughs> just enough to disguise it. Just enough yeah, to like, disguise I, like, it. I cheated on all my ex-girlfriends, and I'm so glad I did. I'm so happy that I did because I'm not with them anymore. I'm right. with my wife, and so I got what I needed. So selfishness works. Yeah, that's amazing. I love good self-help stuff, man, so that's awesome that you're writing it. Are you really writing a self-help book? Oh, yeah. I'll walk you through the chapters right now. Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, treats. I believe in treats. I can't go through a day if I know I don't have a treat coming at the end of the day. Like, I can work harder if I know that I have maybe a cigar and a cocktail with a sunset waiting for me or a bottle of wine on the treadmill like I did last night. I drank a bottle of wine on the treadmill and watched a documentary on Boost Lee. Like, I need treats. Treats are so important because people that don't, like, I can't, I don't know what guys in AA do at the end of the day. I guess they get coffee or a cigarette. But treats, if you live your life based on treats and rewards, that's the greatest. You can work so much harder knowing you're getting a treat at the end of the day. I, I have read um, countless self-help books. I'm not even lying. I love self-help stuff. I think it's completely fascinating, uh, uh, philosophy speaking, psychologically speaking. But this might be the best tip I've ever received with self-help. Make sure you have a treat at the end of the day. I love everyone it. Everyone loves treats. Yes, I love yeah. it. Oh, I, I one another great chapter I'm obsessed with, and this is based off a song by Tool, uh, Judith. It was actually uh, Perfect Circle, but... Um, is people look at their heroes of ways to live their life. They look at all the things Kevin Hart says, and they go, get up early, work hard, work out. All the things they do to go, that's how i got to live my life. I look at heroes, and I find their mistakes, and then I go, oh, don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. So I just look at all the things I don't want to be in life. So, like, 
I won't use Kevin. Kevin's a friend of mine. I love Kevin. I think he's great. But like, I worked with this comedian one time, and and he was so arrogant that he would put his feet up when he came in and do radio. He'd put his feet up and kind of barely talk into the mic. And I remember looking at the look on the comedian of on the radio guy's faces of like, hey, this is. A, I know this may not be a big deal to you because you're a movie star, but like, this is our show, and please respect us. I remember going, I will never disrespect the opportunity to go into a radio show ever in my entire life. And I think it served me well. So I think you got to look at the things. you got to watch your heroes mess up and then just don't do their mess ups. Right. They've given you a gift by messing up. Yeah. 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 So, I, so we're writing, I'm writing the book now. Uh, it was initially going to be called, So You're 21, Let Me Teach You How to Drink. <laughs> I needed that. It's not 21. a horrible title. Yeah, mm. I needed that at 21. It's not a horrible title. Uh, we had yeah. you on uh, a while. I mean, the world has changed so much in just the short time we had you on not too long ago in March. Um, but when we talked, you we were talking about a flashlight you got and how badass it was. And I was at a truck stop recently and saw the most badass flashlight that I wanted to tell you about. Oh, please. Which? Oh, how many aluminums was it? 6,000. Well, I mean, that's that's yeah, no, minor I, league to me. No, I get it. <laughs> it's not hunting out. It's not hunting, you know, alligator, right? Like, but it's still for, and it's can fit. It can fit right in your pocket. Like, it's not a massive flashlight, and it's Ooh, only ninety nine. Like a, a legit flashlight. Oh, that's right. a legit flashlight. But it's ma- those are usually massive. Oh yeah, mine's ten thousand, and when you light up somebody, it blinds them. And I swear to God, I use it for protection. Can you I hide it? it? My daughter's like. What's that? Can you hide it like in your pocket? Is it super big? Oh yeah, big? yeah. It's the it's the size of like a it's the size of like probably two cigarette lighters. Okay. So, Ooh, wow. Listen, when yeah, we I had to my daughters. My daughters go to get uh, go to get ice cream. They haven't gone everything lately because everything's closed. But uh, when they go to get ice cream, I give it to my daughters and I go, "If someone gives you a problem, just pull it out, light them up in the eyes, and then run. <laughs> you are blind, <laughs> blind." Listen, when we had pe- when you had we had you on last time, everybody thought it was you know that you were great, but everybody asked the same question, and I couldn't get a hold of you to get the answer. So now that I have you, we need to know what that flashlight is. And, and you okay. may not want to tell us because th- those bitches can pay you. I understand. But pe- we got a ton of people asking what that flashlight was because everybody w- was impressed with 10,000 luminins or lumens, luminins. Lighting. It's called the Night Core. N-I-T-E-C-O-R-E. I'm, I have it in my hand right now. I, I keep it in my robe so if something happens in the middle of the night, <laughs> I've got two of them. I've got two of them. <laughs> Amazing. And it's you know, Nightcore TM10K. When you're at the drive in, if some asshole has their brights on, you could just shine it at them and be like, hey, turn it off. Oh, my tour bus is littered with flashlights. I've got headlights, flashlights. I believe in two things to keep with you at all times, and that is knives and flashlights. <laughs> I am buying this flashlight right now before it gets sold out. <laughs> it's a great flashlight, and I'm telling you, it's. Oh, man, especially, like, people don't respect flashlight games like, <laughs> like, until, like, come Halloween when you got a great flashlight and you got thousands of kids in the street and then dad's at the end of the street with a 10,000 aluminum and just lights it up like it's Baghdad and bombs are going off. Just pop, 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 pop. And your kids are like, well, there's dad. He's the one with Pete the Magic Dragon. Super tactical. And you better oh, have I'm- a flashlight for sale when you come to the Admiral Twin at the end of the month. Oh, I'd invest in this flashlight. I'd invest in this flashlight in a heartbeat. My big thing right now I want to fix is running shorts. I'm having a hard time keeping my junk in running shorts yeah. because 
uh, yeah, Nike has like got this like too tight of a fit. Either that or I bought women's shorts. Anyway, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with running I, you shorts. You gotta lately. wear you gotta wear like a spandex short underneath the running short. No, like, the you know, sacks oh, underwear where you it, uh, it tucks like, you your boys no, in. No, you don't want something where they bounce around. Yeah, That's it not, has like a little hammock in there where you place yeah, them. Yeah, they bounce around. They still in there. bounce. You need. Oh, see, secure, I don't have balls. I don't know. Need nice, secure boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How far do yeah. you run? Uh, I ran ten miles last night. Um, I try to run. I wow. definitely run five miles every day, but. Uh, but I try to do what I try to do is go do go for a run in the morning or the afternoon, and then at night I like to get a, a bottle of wine and get on the treadmill and just kind of like a run and jog. It's kind of like fun. I, I, it becomes a little obsessive compulsive because I just go. Last night I was like I was like I'm just gonna get up here and do a couple miles, and then all of a sudden I'm like I'll do three, and then I was like I'm two away from five. Let's just do five. We'll call it ten for the day. Yeah. And so, so yeah, have I got a great ma- treadmill though. Have you mastered not? clanging the bottle on your teeth when you're drinking the wine or spilling it on you? Oh, no. I, I, stra- <laughs> I straddle the treadmill like those people who are elite runners who sprint and then hop off and straddle it. <laughs> I straddle it and drink that way. <laughs> yeah. You need one of those suckable bags you can put on your back and just put wine Camelback, in there. Camelback, yeah. yeah. And yeah, suck yeah. on it and run. That'd be dope. I'll tell you what I got is I got this, this podcast sponsor. I know they're not, they, I mean, they've only sponsored like one episode of me and Bill Burt. But uh, Fitvine, they've got great wine to jog with. I know you're not supposed to jog and drink wine, but it's got, for whatever reason, it's got less, it's got less sugar and everything, but it's got less acid, so you don't feel it. Like, if you drink, like, a straight-up cab and try to run five miles, you're going to be throwing up in your throat. (laughs) In your throat. Dude, I am on board with this. This Fitvine's awesome. Yeah, Fitvine's really good. They, my wife buys their Prosecco. Their Prosecco is phenomenal. Once again, there's podcast sponsor that I'm not sponsored to talk about them. You know, but right. like they're they're pretty good. Yeah, I believe I. You know, you know, I got to give props to Rogan because Rogan, when when he started his podcast, he was like, he was like, I, if I find something cool, I'll promote it on you my show. And I love I love nothing more than someone telling me some about something cool. And then I get to have that cool thing. Like, I'm, this is really lowbrow, but I remember him telling me about flashlights. Do you know what a flashlight oh, yeah. is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, man, they're, they're amazing. And I was like, for real? And he's like, oh, dude, yeah, if you ever get a chance. And at the time, he was all out of them. He goes, that's why they're a sponsor, because they're like, they legit work. And then I was in Miami one time, and I was walking by this, this, uh, sex store, and I saw it. And I went, well, I want to see if they have a flashlight. So I walked in, and I was like, Do you guys have a? It's so hard to go into a sex store and be like, just walk in immediately, go right to the counter, and go, I'm looking for this. It looks very panicky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, casually, like, Oh, well, do you guys have anything fun for guys? Is there something for a guy on the road to kill his time? And they're like, I was like, do you guys have, like, a flashlight? Like, I didn't know what I was saying. And they're like, we have sex in a can. And I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a full tall boy of Sapporo. It looked like a tall boy. It was a tall boy of Sapporo beer. But inside it was, like, a, was like the flashlight innards. So it lo- you could hide it like you had a can of beer. But then at night, you weren't drinking it, technically. It's like so, you're drinking it with your straw. <laughs> right. Oh, God. <laughs> So I get it. I get it back to my room, and I open it up. Like I sprint back to my hotel room. I open it up, and it's not even a woman's uh, private parts. It's just a mouth, like a dude's mouth. It looks like a dude's mouth going. Oh, please don't do this, bro. Please, please don't do this. <laughs> 
reflection uh, talk. Dude. Let me tell you something. That thing delivered. <laughs> Dude's mouth delivered on the can, huh? <laughs> yeah. Poor mouth. Every time I'd walk in the hotel room, he's like, oh, not, not you again. <laughs> I didn't know they make those things that could cry. <laughs> Dude, uh, listen, man, uh, we love chatting with you. Thank you so much for talking with us again. And if you want to talk again before your show at the end of the month, we'd love to have you. Uh, and we can't wait to see you when you're in town. And, you know, if there's something we can do when you're in town, make sure you hit us up so we can help out. I, I would love that. I would love, I gave you guys my email, right? No. Uh, we, I got it. Oh, Gimpy got yeah, it. Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got my email. Uh, hit me up and I'll hit you guys up before I come into Tulsa. Right on. Oh, Burton nice. Kreischer, look for him to be in town Sunday, June 28th at the Admiral Twin. Tickets are on sale right now. Just go to BurtBurtBurt.com and you can get your tickets. Dude, you're always a blast, man. Have a great day. Uh, I love you guys. Take care. All right, buddy. See you later. Burt Kreischer. Wow. So fun. I'm exhausted. All right, we got to take a break. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. If you've been listening to us, you know that we've been soliciting businesses that would like to win a $10,000 advertising schedule. And we've been going through them and trying to pick some to talk to just about their business. They may or may not win that $10,000 in free advertising, but I want to do all I can to try and help local businesses here in the community. And joining us right now is Kristen Robinson. And Kristen is with Whimsy Cookie Company of Tulsa. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? We're good. We're good. Now, how long has Whimsy Cookie Company of Tulsa been in business? Uh, Less than a year. We opened last fall, and so we're looking forward to a year in this coming fall, and we're doing good. You guys picked a hell of a year to open a business. (laughs) I know. 2020 has definitely been interesting, to say the least. We couldn't have expected all of it. (laughs) Right. I would imagine as you put together a business model, this isn't something that goes into the business model. In case of pandemic? Right. Yes. <laughs> that was not accounted for. But we're still making cookies. It still smells good in this bakery over here on Brookside. And we're still ready to, um, you know, help our, our community get together with uh, fun treats for anybody. Let's talk a little bit about what you guys do. You guys, obviously, it's in the name. You make cookies, but not just that, right? Uh, well, we, we make a variety of cookies. And I mean, even things as big as cookie cakes. But but that is our specialty, and that's what we love to do. And during the pandemic, where you guys, if I remember right, you guys were doing kits, right? Right. We were doing a lot of cookie decorating kits, which was really big around Easter. A lot of families were coming and using our curbside pickup service um, to get their, their Easter cookies that they can take home for, for their kids to decorate or to their Easter events that they were doing with families, of course, in small uh, groups. Uh, and so those were really big. Um, and then, you know, we do custom orders too. And so people that were doing uh, baby showers and wedding showers and all the things, uh, you know, they were still getting their, their custom cookies, just maybe not as big of a venue as they had planned uh, before. Uh, Kristen Robinson's joining us. She's with Whimsy Cookie Company of Tulsa. They're down on Brookside right there across from the uh, Quick Trip. Uh, and so, you, we should point out you guys are a franchisee. What made you guys want to, can you have some partners, but what made you guys want to get into this cookie business? Uh, well, 
have you if you've been to our store um you'll see that just the the magic of whimsy is all over it um when you come into the doors you'll smell the our fresh cookies and uh we've got our cookie throne that you can take little pictures with for instagram and everything and our pink couch it's just a magical place um and it's just something i think that tulsa needed we needed a a cute little custom cookie place that that you can just go in for a date night or with your friends um and just enjoy and let's, you guys have a special cookie, if I remember correctly. You guys do sugar cookies and stuff, but you have this special cookie, and I love the name of it. It's called a gooey cookie. Yes. Our gooeys are are very um, <laughs> sought after. Everyone loves to come in and get our gooeys, and you can even get a free one if you buy 12-case cookies. But uh, we're really known for our sugar cookies. They're softer, and uh, they taste better than just your average sugar cookie, and then we have amazing decorators that um, that make them just so unique, and everyone is um, is different. And so you can get something for any occasion, uh, and they're just they're so they're so good. I want to go eat one right now. Yeah, my my <laughs> daughters love the unicorn ones. They are the they, oh, yes. the art on them is ridiculous. How good they are. Uh, uh, and all the little girls always go for the unicorn cookies for sure. That's right. And so, all right. So if you were to win this $10,000 in free advertising, what would the plan be? What would you guys use that money for? Well, I think it would just open up some doors that, uh, that we haven't been able to explore yet. Like, um, you know, print advertisement, maybe get some billboards. Um, well, you it's, know, it's $10,000 in, $10, in radio advertising. Radio advertising. Yes. All right. Well, you obviously have a following, and if we could, if we could get you know on your show and get some, some commercials, that would be that would be amazing. Because a lot of people they live in in our area, and then when they come in, they say, "Well, I've never heard of you before," and then they become you know uh, regular customers, of course. But but we just would love to get the word out of who we are and what we do, and um, just you know become more of a part of our community that we live in. So yeah, well, I'll tell you what: the company has picked Whimsy Cookie Company of Tulsa to get that ten thousand dollars in free advertising on our radio station. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, so you'll be able to, we'll be in contact with you later today, and you guys will be able to come up with a plan on the best way to promote you guys even further and continue your guys' mission to be the magical cookie place of Tulsa. Wonderful. I'll have to bring you some cookies sometime. Yes. Here's the we'll thing. Never say no. Listen, here's the thing. You Make sure you coordinate with us. Don't leave them at the front because no, the salespeople eat them, and we never get them, and it makes us so yeah, mad. They- they never last long. I can tell you that. That's true. Right on. <laughs> Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. And congratulations on getting $10,000 in free radio advertising from KMOD. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. You too. All Bye-bye. Because right, we support cookies. Yeah. Durr. I was like, cookies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially a gooey cookie. Gooey cookie? Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with a gooey cookie. Right. Burr. There is something delicious about a cookie when it's like, Got that gooey feeling. Yeah. You know, you're like, yes. Especially right stuffed with goo. Yeah. Ooh. And their sugar cookies are, dude, they look like pieces of art. I'm not even kidding. They're they're done so well. 
I know that sounds dumb, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's you see it and you're like, I don't know if I should eat this. I, this is a true story. I once bought a Britney Spears cookie that had like printer, laser printer, her face and her name on Edible it. Edible sheets of paper, yes. Yes, yes. And I saved it for like four years and it just shriveled up and <gasps> she looked like an you old You don't one. say. Yeah, because I couldn't eat it because it was too pretty. I was like, I don't want to bite her face. Well, it wasn't pretty. It was just printed out. I know, but at that time, I don't know, this is like 2002, that was so dope. I'm like, oh my God. There's like, it was, it blew my mind that I could have Britney Spears' face on a cookie, so I didn't want to eat it. Those printed out edible icings or whatever they are always look like garbage. It did look like garbage, but I was still super impressed. And then again, the cookie dried out and it made Britney look super old, but I was like, it's a memory. I hoard things. Which which Britney was it? Was it the shaved head Britney? Was it Mickey Mouse Club Britney? (laughs) Was it Hit Me Baby One More Time Britney? I think it was Oops, I Did It Again. Okay. Britney. Mm. Yeah, right in the middle. I would want toxic Britney cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it would be. No, from 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 the toxic video. She's so hot in that video. Sexy AF in that. (laughs) Naughty hot. You're like, she grows up and she grows up and she grows up. Yeah, you get it with your skin tight, you know, glitter suit. Yeah. Uh, All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back, find out what everybody learned. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Time to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. And uh, be listening with Lynn to get qualified for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Start with Sam. Sam, what'd you learn today? That Gimpy is only closet bougie. And of course, I'm great at the spit and shine. And I don't know why you guys were surprised at that. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, life advice from Sam just suck on it and run. I also learned, well, I can't get Kate Upton, so I guess I'll just settle with this. Uh, I learned that that uh, girlfriend or wife that cheated on her husband took Uber Eats to a whole new level. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Uh, nom, 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 nom. And I also learned that Burt Kreischer bought a flashlight with a mustache. How did it have man lips? <laughs> what do man lips look like other than a mustache? Are they chapped and crusty? It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher ew. <laughs> ew. Make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam and this is for mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Uh. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. 
God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. God bless Tulsa. I have been on a Mac Miller kick lately. Oh, yeah. Dude, some of his songs, like up the last album that he did before he died. I was going to say, I don't think he's still around, is he? Oh, no, he did. He died at a young, young age. Oh, did he? 25? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. It's a shame because he's talented for sure. And he sings about stuff, and I don't even know if this is accurate, but like, Clearly, someone that I I feel relatable. He talks about like mentally being a mess. There you go. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong stop. Oh no, <laughs> that's good. We're good now. I fixed it. That's why I said hold on. Are we going so, over uh, here again? No. Uh, no, my name's Corbin. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twice in yeah, one week. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did it yesterday talking to Jeff. Uh, Jeff went out of the air for mm-hmm, a second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice try. Ooh. Just saying. Just saying, we're not all perfect. Gibby's just waiting. Yeah, I never loaded. said I was perfect. I never said I was perfect, and I never said I didn't make mm, mistakes. Mm-hmm. But I ain't sitting there acting like I'm the fucking king shit. I'm not either. Listen, I ain't trying to start nothing. Oh, boy. Okay. What the fuck do you call that then? You're shooting across the bow. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. All right. I'm putting up a sail here. My, a sail? Uh, yes. You can't shoot sail? across a bow. Putting up a sheet. You can shoot through a sail. Motherfucker, you can. It's literally the worst defense ever in anything. <laughs> a well, piece of cloth It's going to slow uh, this apparently arrow. Apparently, <laughs> it worked. So, anyways, because now you're not yelling at Gibby, now you're yelling at me. Yeah. He just turned the turret. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Sales, you have holes in them. You can poke through them. Okay, got you. Understand. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm more mad about the sale than the insult right now. It was right the music, now. right? The music got you all. That's, that's what it is, Because it was is, rap man. music. It was. It was. It was God chill. It was like banging music. But my ex- It's not banging music. It's quite depressing. Well, uh, okay. Anyways, my ex-boyfriend got me listening to Mac Miller, the one that, like, you know, cheated on me. And so I really liked his first two albums, but then after that, I didn't want to listen to him because it reminded me yeah. of, you know, this- piece of shit and so i didn't listen to any of the albums before but then when he died i remember where i was when he died because i really liked him but and he came to tulsa and i was like oh babe we should go to a show but then i felt weird because i'm like ah all these songs have association with another dude Mm. and so anyways i decided not to go because i was like "Mm, i don't know i feel weird about this i don't want to have like memories and tell jeff like oh the last time i was listening to this this happened like it just felt weird and so, anyways, I remember being like, oh, he'll be back. I'll see him again. And then I remember getting off the plane when he died and being like, god damn it. I said those words out yeah. loud that, like, I don't want to go to this now. He'll be back. I'll see him some other time. And then he dies. You I, will. I, when you're dead. I think when you have <laughs> somebody that's like a song, like an artist and a song connected to somebody, mm-hmm. that they're dead. Like, they might as well die because you can't listen it, to them in, as, like, with a new partner. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, like, full albums. Like, I'm saying anything. I think you, oof, it depends, right? If you and your, whoever this person was, went to like Dave Matthews band concerts and listened to multiple albums, then you're right. Mm-hmm. But if you had one song, mm-hmm. that yeah, was a no. song that played, then you can, you know, 
that artist is still welcome. You just can't play. You have to hit fucking skip when that song when comes that on. When that song comes yeah. on, for sure. No, yeah. it was all the album. We used to like just play the CD and like drive around San Diego to like different beaches and stuff. So I have a, I have a fucking memory with this guy with every single song on two albums because then I became, became kind of obsessed with it because I loved it. We listened to it all the time. We listened yeah. to it together. The same thing with Stupid Luke Bryant. That goddamn CD came out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So we'd rotate them and... I have an association that that's what I remember, and it sucks because, like, I, you know, when you date somebody new, you want to introduce them to the stuff that you like. You know, look at all these puppy videos. Yeah, that's my plan with my wife. I'm tainting every fucking piece of music possible. (laughs) So if she ever ends with me, She's fucked. She's got to listen to, uh, what is the the Asian pop group that everybody uh, loves? K-pop? Yeah. No, right. K-pop's a genre. Okay. Oh, I don't know those guys' names, but I know Top what you're talking five, about. Top five, hey five. Yeah, something like that. Long Duck Five. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> They're Asian pop group. There's nothing Long Duck's about. <laughs> that no, was, I, I was making a reference to 16 Candles. <laughs> I think it's K-something, though. Something. K-pop is the genre. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of... Um, to me, and this, I don't care if this sounds bad, all the songs sound the same. If you ask me to pick out which one is different, if you played me three songs in a row, I don't think I could. They just sound super similar. I did uh, Five Seconds of Summer. They're from Australia. They're not. Yeah. I put uh, uh, Asian pop group, and the band Asia came up. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> the fuck? That's awesome. That makes no sense. I'm trying to look really get quick here to see. Not Psy, BOA, Rain, Big Bang, Super Junior, EXO, Girls Generation, Wonder Girls, Tiara, Miss A. Nope, none of those. God, I don't know shit about Asian music. Really pop music. Yeah. yeah. BTS. That's what it is. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What it does is that stand BTS. for? Um, I, I do not know. It doesn't say. Is it just BTS? Yeah, it's BTS. They're all the boys. And bang I t- Tan Boys. That's, that's Big also, Tan Boys also is what known it as the for. Bang Tan Boys. It's a seven-member South Korean boy band formed in Seoul in 2010. How about that? There you go. Let's, let's, I've never heard them. I've never heard them. So let's. I want to see what it sounds like. Have you ever heard well, them? Have you ever listened to them? Yeah, like I like the girls' videos because they. Well, have, these are guys. No, I know. Not. am I listening to? Who is that? Is that Jen? Or is that Suga? Is that J-Hope? I don't know. <laughs> RM? I never figured out. Jimin? Or is the guy that just goes by V? What's your name? V. I have no idea who that is. I don't know anything about those guys. So you like the female? Like I like to watch their videos because they're it's like super poppy. They got cute outfits on and stuff. And so sometimes I will watch those videos and it'll recommend, you know, the, this band, BTS, because I feel like they're probably the biggest ones in America, at least. Um, but I've it just sounds like something I would hear here in a different language. And I don't know what they're saying. So it's not something I can sing along to. That song that I just played mm-hmm. uploaded March 4th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Wow. 98 million views. Mother. That's insane. Wow. That's so insane. They're kind of a big deal. Yeah, I know. Boy, these these uh, female K-pop groups. Yeah, Whoa. you're welcome. There's your new spank bait, Giggity, Gibby. for real. Yeah, it's super sexual. But yeah, they have cute way, outfits and stuff, too. I like it. I, 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 sexual outfits yeah. is what she's saying. Yeah, and then they kind of, <laughs> look, y'all, we match, but not really. They just like, look, y'all, we coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Right. We coordinated, yeah. y'all. These girls are hot. <laughs> so God. great. Yeah. Bulldog. That's the name of the, one of the bands. Bulldog. <laughs> She's a little different than the rest. She has a really short haircut. She wears like a cut, a leather cut. Right. Drives a a 76. Flannel tied around her. She's good with the muscle cars. Well, we're going to play baseball today. (laughs) How about some Southwest Cowboy? She goes camping a lot. A lot. Oh, yeah. Gimpy, do you have a genre that, like, you can't listen to or uh, not a genre, uh, an artist that you can't listen to because it puts you in the place somewhere else you don't want to be or with a person? What do you mean somewhere, put yourself somewhere else? when I listen to Mac Miller, it puts me back in that place with this dirt bag that did something bad to me. And so it's, like, off limits. And every time I hear it, I turn it off because it makes me not happy because your brain just automatically goes there. And even if it's good music, it's hard to unclick those things in your brain. So do you have something like that? For, For the longest time, it was. Uh, Jason Mraz because my ex would fucking listen to that shit constantly. <laughs> so anytime it would I'm come yours. on that, yes, anytime when I was working uh, for Ford to be out in the warehouse or whatever, and they'd listen to all kinds of different stations, they have to uh, rotate it to make everybody happy. And anytime that song would come on at one of the hot AC stations, I'm like, fuck this, I'm out. And anytime it would come on anywhere, I'm like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Uh, that was the one. But eventually, I got over that. I'm like, okay, I mean, it's just a song. There's nothing. Open up your plans and damn you're free. Look into your heart. I love this song. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great song. It is, it is. And eventually, I got over it. But for years, he fucking ruined the fedora for all of us. <laughs> it's a great beach hat, but he fucking ruined it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a good song. It, it is. is. It yeah. is. I have one. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. But not anymore, though. Not anymore. There's nothing nowadays that I can't listen to. I'm just like, no. Not even anything like with your... I, I'd be the same way if like Jeff and I broke up. There would mm-hmm. be so much music that I couldn't listen to because I would associate to being with him. So... Is there anything that like you and your ex used to listen to together? No, 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 no. Even uh, Casey Donahue band, one of my favorite bands, one of the bands that I got tur- her turned on to, I still listen to them religiously and still go to every show when they come to town. But you so. did before her too. Before didn't you? her as well. So, but I mean, that that's, was a huge that's part. Different. Of, that was a huge part of us, though. You know, I mean, yeah, I was a fan before, but then you know, like I said, I got her turned on yeah. to it, and then we started going to shows together. And there's that's where I proposed to her at was at a Casey oh, Donahue shit. concert. Yeah. So even that though was then that would have been considered your guys's band. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So now I mean it's like yeah that sucks that sucks but I don't let it ruin that band for me because they're right. they're my favorite all time. Yeah I get that too. I get that too. This one's I think Sam knows this song. Yeah, these things take forever. I Do you know the song? <laughs> but I realized that I need you and I wondered if I could. I can't believe you don't Sad. know this. No. No, it's about finding someone in there. You're there. You won the lottery with them. Like you're, you're there. Everything. For the time okay. The song's called First Day of My Life. I didn't live until I met you. Who is it? Just uh, Bright Eyes. Okay. Connor Orbist. Gotcha. And I thought it was Never strange. You said everything changed. You would love the video. It's so adorable. As if you just woke up. 
you said but I don't mean it. This is the first day oh. of my life. Ooh. Look at me emotional. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> die before I met you. In the video, one of them is like it's all these. Uh, I hate that song. That's that that like gave me goosebumps. It made me super kind of sad for a second. Why Emot- sad? Not, not sad, just like emotional. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. If about I listen, love. If I listen to that song in my car, I would definitely cry on the way home. Yeah. That, <laughs> that song is super sad because it's all these couples being loving, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of them is a woman holding a picture of somebody. Oh God. Cause he dead. Oh damn! But <laughs> my uh, ex-wife, that we that was our song. Yeah. And it would be a very appropriate song now, cause I thought that was what that was. But no, this is what that was. Yeah, but now you can't. It's completely yeah. No, tainted. it's fucking tainted, it's man. Super ruined. It's garbage. That's a piece of shit song. <laughs> and the band that plays sucks. Yeah. Fuck off. We'll be yeah. burning hell. Yeah. I, I love think. Music like that. I think it's like. Kind of, I don't want to say super important, but it's part of a relationship to have like, oh, this is our song. Oh, yeah. Because there's some special memory For attached sure. to, you know, whatever it is, whatever you did that For either sure. you listened to that when you first had sex or whatever it is. My, our song with my ex was Comfortable by fucking Little Wayne. Like that wasn't <laughs> a red flag. Ugh. It was. Ugh. Okay, so you, went, you walked <laughs> down the aisle. Chris Brown. <laughs> yes. Your song was Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. That's just. Not a good message. It's pretty much saying don't get too comfortable because if you are not awesome, I am, and I'll leave you. It's not a good message. But at the time, I but defended it. But as a wedding oh. song, it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I defended it because I was like, oh, this is us. We're real with each other. Like, it was... We don't have to worry about that, what it, he's singing about. It was... No, well, we were saying that, like, we're so, you know, we love each other so much that, you know, we don't want to get comfortable because we know we're both great and the other person can leave. It's a horrible fucking message. Yeah. It's not a good song to have. But I was like, whatever, 22, and just thought that that was, like, so loving. And I thought it was, like, original, that it wasn't some sappy love song. I, I envision the conversation you like you playing this going, honey, I want this to be a song. And he's like, fuck, whatever. No, like it was our, I don't give a shit. It, it, <laughs> it was our song because like we listened to that album a lot. Like it came out when I was in A school. So when I got there, he was always listening to it and I was. And we both liked the theme of that song. And it just became like our song that we thought it was funny. And again, I'm saying it was a terrible yeah. decision. And looking back, it should have been a huge red flag because it's not... Like, I remember telling my friends about it because, you know, your friends ask that kind of stuff or whatever. It would come up and they'd be like, what? And I would have to be like, no, we're different. Like hipster about it. You know what's crazy is I think all three of us can relate to being young and going this. I know what I want. I know what is I know what the world's about. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you look back and you're like, fuck, I didn't know anything. And knowing not that now is how you handle things way differently. Where the real twist for me is is people I care about that are acting that way now. What do you mean? That I have influence over their life, like my nieces and nephews. Mm, and, and you're like, you don't... Them, I'm like, uh, I have to bite my tongue. Yeah, because... Because you got to learn that lump yourself. And at that age, everybody's telling you that. Your teachers are telling you that. Your parents are telling you that. Your family, friends, whoever, they're all telling you that you don't know shit. And so the opposite of that is being like, I do know. You don't know anything. I remember being... Old in man. High, yeah, I remember being <laughs> in high school and be like, what are they complaining about? It's simple math. That's how you make a budget. What's so hard? Yeah. Like, and... 
just feeling like you knew you everything. You don't love that person. Yes. This isn't a test. Yes, and but you can't be told otherwise because oh, nope. you're being told that so much that you're wrong, you don't know anything, you're too young. And it's like when you're that age, it's the most annoying thing in the world because you've got everyone saying that, that you have to build a wall and be defensive about it. And my nature is I can't keep my mouth shut, so I have a phrase I use. So at least I'm saying something to fill that need in me to say something. What's the phrase? Don't eat Tide Pods. Whatever no. you do, don't eat Tide Pods. Because we can agree that that's a bad fucking deal. Like, yeah. yeah. So my nieces in, are like, yeah, you're right. Don't eat Tide Pods. I'm good. So any Christmas card, anything I get them, I always write that on there. Nice. Aw, that's kind of cute. Because you just can't come out and say, don't be stupid. <laughs> right. Don't put a toaster in the bath with you. Right, right. Just don't eat Tide Pods. Hey, that, nice. he doesn't love you. That's You You don't know. Ah, you're right. I don't, but I do, and you, you shouldn't. There are those couples that get together, and it's and it's very rare. I now, fucking uh, hate this argument very so much. Rare. It's, it's literally like 1%, and by the way, right. that 1% is probably fucking miserable because that's all that they knew. I think in my life- It's I, the I have a friend argument. It, mm. it, yes. I have a friend who won the lottery. I have I a friend whose friend person. won the lottery. Yeah. I have a friend who knows the lead singer, guitar tech, friend, brother, sister, cousin thing. Like, that's what that is. It's yeah, so like, that's all God it is. Damn. That's all it is. It's super. So therefore, it gives me permission to act like a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's super romantic to be like, oh my God, that's your first. You guys haven't had sex with anybody else and you're just high school sweethearts. I've, I've that, talked about this before. have grown up together and you mm. know everything about each other because you've shared your life from when you were fucking 16, which I was a monster at different points of my life that I'm so glad I didn't know Jeff <laughs> at because I've it would have ruined it. I've been with you through the whole thing. No. Yeah. I, I'm glad I got to learn. and all the phases I've been and right I'm glad side. you had sex with other people and you learned how to do that thing. I'm glad you have all those experiences. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you have all that to build on so that I could know you now, other than somebody that knew me then and goes like your whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just feel like me being judgy is like, well, then you don't really know. You haven't D- tried all the different pie. You, but you know why, right? Because there's this pressure. I've talked about it before. Pressure on women to have this fantasy storybook bullshit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it is. I'd, You've like got to meet said, one man and only love when and romantic. save your virginity for that man. And bleh, that's not life. That's yeah. not the way it works. But there's so much pressure. Have the perfect wedding. Have uh-huh. the perfect engagement. Have all these things. Like, that's not real. Yeah. Your first time losing your virginity should be magical. There should be like flower petals on the bed and music playing and candles and soft see-through material over the windows. Maybe a light breeze. No, it's going to smell like no. noxzema and disappointment. And, and Just it's going to be like, my parents are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Along with me. Right. Oh, hey. On your belly. <laughs> my bad. Uh, do you get HBO Max? Um, I don't know. HBO Max is this new... Um, channel app, it's like oh, Netflix or whatever. I've heard Don that, Oliver talk about it and be like, what, the, what is the point of this? I yeah, have it. I don't, I, don't understand it the, I don't understand the point of it. But there's a show on it with Anna Kendrick. And okay. it's, it's the show's awesome. Is this Quibi where she has a, a sex doll that no. she's friends with? Okay. No. Sorry. No, but I'm, we'll, we'll circle back around. Um, no, it's like, you know how girls. The TV show on HBO, Girls, was about girl age, females at that age, Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the next, like, lineage of that. Oh, okay, cool. Like, girls trying to live their life and be who they are and dating God. She's dating, like, you see her dating life. Gotcha. And what it's like for her. I love Annie Kendrick. Yeah. 
I love her and hate. She's got a little Zoe Deschanel in her that yes. I really can't stand. I know, but, but then I'm like, she's you're so, so adorable. Yes. Yeah, I'd want to like she could drink beer with you mm-hmm. and watch right. sports. Yeah, and, and be like whatever, but also this little petite flower. Yeah, I love her. I think she's super cute. She's like, there's something called Quibi where celebrities are doing like short shows. And I think Chrissy Teigen. Che- a channel, like an app or something, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, I think Chrissy Teigen does it. And there's like a couple of other ones. But Anna Kendrick has one. And her story is that she became with, she became friends with her boyfriend's sex doll. And t- she goes on a road trip with the sex doll that talks. And she's like making it up in her mind that the sex doll talks. But right. And it's like their adventures. Didn't together. Ryan Gosling do a movie like that? Oh, yeah, you're right, with the sex doll. But no, but this... It's literally the same... Yeah. Not, it's, the you same, can only have yeah. one storyline with a sex doll. That's it. Yeah. That but you this are one, talking to an inanimate object. That's yes. literally it. This one, they make the sex doll talks like what she's thinking in her brain. Oh, okay. So it talks back to her like they have, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's you. That's fine. By the way, I watched Lovebirds yesterday because you had recommended it. Right, let's Issa, recap. Lovebirds is uh, with um, Dinesh. And Issa from, Rae. Yeah. And Issa Rae. Um, from uh, Silicon Valley and uh, respect. Uh, what's the show on HBO that is a raisin? You- oh, Insecure. Insecure. Yeah. And great uh, show. And this is about a couple that they're in love, and someone dies on their with the, like at their hands, un- quote unquote, mm-hmm. and them trying to get out of that w- trouble. Yeah, it was so fucking cute. Like I yeah. loved it way more than the wrong Missy. I thought it was so cute. Yeah. Even though The Wrong Missy was like funnier, this is adorable date movie that I didn't watch with Jeff. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I love Issa Rae. I've watched Insecure. She's it's, so hot. It's a great show. Yeah. I typically don't find black women attractive. It's just, I'm just not attractive. But damn, she's hot. Yeah, she's super Ridiculously beautiful. Ridiculously long legs. Yeah, and I think like the first season of Insecure, she was like a little bit chonkier. And now she's like slimmed down and doing all these other things. So I kind of miss the old... Issa Rae a little bit more because I don't know as a girl you're like oh you sold out <laughs> right because she's you, skinny now you hate her right no I don't hate her I still watch it and I love it because I think she's brilliant and also they have the best music on Insecure there's so many times where I have Shazam yeah. what song's going on because they've got a great soundtrack to it and it's only 30 minutes long it's really good have you started Sex Education on Netflix no I haven't I think you would love it yeah I don't think Gimby would like it but I think you would love it uh I just, I have a notebook in my room of like things that I should need to watch and it's on there and I just how wanted to watch Love Birds first. No shit. How many notebooks really? Because I feel like we mention stuff all the time and then in five years you get to it. How long is the queue on that bitch? <laughs> well, there's like different stuff I have written in there that like if I have, I don't know, it's movies, it's ideas, it's like shit that I need to tell Jeff on accident. It's a, di- if it's I a forget, diary. For all practical purposes, it's a diary. Yes. More like a random thought like oh i need to do this yeah that's a diary so like yesterday uh like the wrong missy was on there lovebirds was on there i think probably because i have it at home that it was easier when you guys recommended something that i could just write it down Mm. when we were working from home Mm. but i don't know why the lovebirds thing stuck with me so it was just at the top and i was like oh i should you know watch that even though i know it'll be on netflix for a while i also had seen in an episode of insecure yesterday because it comes on sunday nights and so i was like i want to keep watching Issa Rae because i like her it's really good I don't keep a journal, like, a thing of shows I should watch. Mm -mm. Like, I hear you guys tell me about a show. I go to find it. I put it in my list. And then when my wife and I sit down and talk, like, what are we going to watch? We go through some things, watch some trailers, and make a decision. 
Like my, so, my, my list is super packed with shit I'm probably not going to watch. But mm-hmm. I don't know how to add things to my Netflix list. You literally hit so. select on my list. <laughs> yeah, no. It's very simple. Mm, no, I didn't know. I didn't know you can do that. And then when you go to watch something, you go to, oh, let's just see what's on my list because it's so overwhelming. You've only added things to your queue, really, mm-hmm. that you want to watch. Yep. I didn't know you could do that. So Here, You know you can down, put it on your phone and do it on your phone. Well, yeah, sometimes, like, I'll watch Netflix on my phone if, um, like, Jeff, like, we turn the TV off to go to bed, and I'm not tired or I'm awake or whatever, then I'll watch it on my phone to not be rude, but uh, usually I don't watch, I don't like watching stuff on my phone. Damn, you're nice. I just watch TV. Well. My wife's going to go to sleep, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch TV, because it's my room, too. I know, but I, I... Don't want to bother him. Did he say it bothers him? Yeah, and he doesn't, like, it bothers me, too. It bothers both of us. The sound and the brightness of our TV, like, when you're trying to sleep, is tough. I don't like that either. Both Uh, of us don't. Well, I have headphones. I have, I put headphones in. Yeah, it's more the, I think it's more the light that bothers him than the the noise. Yeah. If she said it bothered her, I would stop, but I, she's never said anything, so I don't, guess it's not a deal. Yeah, both of us don't like that. We like the TV off to go to bed. Also, if like it keeps playing, that gives you the option to keep watching when you know you should be going to bed. I set a timer on mine, on the TV. The sleep timer, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Set it for like, usually it's as maxed out as it gets, like uh, like four hours or something, like 180 minutes or however long that is. All right, and then it's done because I know I'm going to fall asleep an hour or two in. I feel like watching it on your phone, it gives like it feels like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> right. Like you should be hiding under the blankets. Yeah. Like I should right. be like putting my shoulder up so she can't see what I'm watching. I'm just grazing porn while you're trying to sleep. Don't wa- don't matter what's going on over here. Grazing yeah. porn. It's <laughs> a horrible term. Grazing porn. <laughs> glad we covered that. Right. I'm glad. Grazing porn. Hmm. Crasher was talking about uh, flashlights. Have you ever used one? Oh yeah. Jesus, that was a little emphatic. How <laughs> well? I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, I've used a flashlight before. There ain't nothing wrong with it. It's a little weird at first to ram your dick into this contraption. But the ziplock with the ziplock with squishiness in it. <laughs> what you need, see, what you need is you need a sponge, but not with the green scratchy thing on the back. <laughs> it's like, isn't it like it's it's mushy silicone, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But here's the. Okay, so here's the thing. You want to make sure it's not cold. Okay. So I, I just I want to ask, but I don't, but I really want to know. So you, you just like lube it up and... Ram your cock in? Yes. yes. Oh, God. And so then how does it ever get clean if there's like... Yeah, well, I, I, I used it once and threw it away. As soon as you get done, you run to the bathroom and you hose it out. <laughs> God. You know, like when you paint. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it. yeah. And then you take your hair dryer or your spouse's hair dryer or whatever, and that way it doesn't get moldy, and now you got a I, stinky flashlight. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I ever walked out of my room to see Jeff using my $400 blow dryer to blow <laughs> out bought. a flashlight, yes, that he bought, I don't care. I would be so mad. What? It's my money, bitch. <laughs> What's the difference between that and putting one in the dishwasher? Oh, I don't know. It just seems so gross to fish everything out of it. Like, it's just, or to ram water to fish no, everything you take your out hand of it. In there and like, for real. <laughs> you know, you get the, the bottle cleaners. Yeah, <laughs> baby bottle cleaners. Ew! Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm all about the disposable. One and go. <laughs> That's probably the best way to do it. That way I know it's not clean. But they also manhandle stuff at those places too mm. where they open up and you're like, damn it, do I wash it now? I don't know what to do. That it's, ah, 
Dang it. <laughs> is the seal broken? Right, right. They don't do that at Patricia's. Patricia's. I can talk. They don't do that at Patricia's. So. Hey, no returns on sex toys. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Excuse me, do you have a scratch and dent section? Maybe a quality pre-owned that I can get my dick into? I mean, can I get myself into? Some of that shit's so expensive, it needs a pre-owned section. A game exchange oh, of sex toys? Gross. The best we could do is uh, $7.95, man. I'm sorry. That, that is a low maybe point. all in credit. Right. That is a low point in your life. Why? It's a commodity, just like yeah. anything else. I'm just saying, if you're like having to use the... Pre owned <laughs> fleshlight. It's better than asking your friend to use his. Oh my God. No, you don't share those. Right now. Sure. Did you ever share what? one with a girlfriend? No. Never. Like, no, you like, and a girl have never shared one. No. Like, honest to God. I've, I've seen plenty of videos. I feel like you're lying. No. <laughs> you have your own. I've showed, like, no, this is what mine looks like. Cool. It's bejeweled. Do they touch it? No. I've never shown any dude any sex toy I own. No. Yeah, and like the the womanizer, which I super like, I've shown my friends, but I haven't been like, hey, give me your wrist so you can feel what this sucking feels like. <laughs> I don't do that. It sucks. It feels like. Does it have a it pump in it? Sucks. It, yeah, it sucks. It like, does everything you need it to. It has air that moves and it feels like it's sucking on something and it is awesome. I want to find out more about this because I, I want to know. <laughs> it's I like this tiny. It's it that's fine. It fits, it fits your I'll have room to move. It's okay. Right. It sounds like I'll be very loose. <laughs> All right. I want to find out who created it because was it a female? Did she go. This is just, I need an improvement. Or was it I go, I can come up with a better mousetrap. Ooh, I don't know. I never thought about that. Fucking guys. They're like, let me tell you what a woman wants in a sexual toy. I bet you do know that, don't you, Bill? Uh, mm. All right. Listen, you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.